With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Yeah. 
Anything with you and your wife in your bedroom, you should keep to yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. Good words, good words. But isn't that the perfect wife that the brothers were talking about, the wife with no limitations in the bedroom? Is that the perfect wife? Define no limitations. Hey, whatever you want to do, she's down. No limit. <laughs> I mean, if, but if it's catered to you, you know, I don't think it's a big problem. However, if you know you start bringing in uh, um, outside influences into it, then hey, I think you know you got something up on your hands. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. About. And yeah, there's always got to be some kind of limit. Yeah, and that's what I was. Uh, you know, getting into is, um, you know, what P-Town was talking about, like bringing, you know, other people into it. But, oh, what what is sw- swinging in your own words? What is swinging? What does that mean? Well, I don't know the true definition, but I believe the definition from my point of view is uh, two couples who uh, have agreement to share each other uh, sexually. That's the perfect definition, P-Town. That's the perfect definition. That's right out of Webster's Dictionary. But do y'all think that swingers sleep with total strangers, or do they first pre-screen the people they sleep with? How are we supposed to know that? Hey, I don't know. Guess. Well, I know some folks who did it, so so I have some crazy friends of mine. Uh, I, and, think, uh, I think strangers. I think strangers. Strangers? Okay. Yeah. I think they got swinger parties. They do. And I, I, I mean, I guess you know they, they, you know, I don't know. Yeah, but actually, it's both. Actually, a little bit of both. Some some swingers do sleep with total strangers that they meet online or whatever, and other ones, you know, go through like an application and a pre-screening process. Um, and all of that. So it, it depends on the couple that's uh, that's swinging. What, ca- what kind of application do you use? There. You know, I, yeah, I don't. I don't swing. But P Town, uh, you say you knew somebody that, um, you know, that yeah, swings. Yeah, I mean, or used yeah. to swing. Or, or well, I don't know if they swing anymore. But um, they, they, he did meet a girl, and who liked to do that, enjoy doing that, and uh, um, they would go to swinging parties. Now you didn't have to. Uh, you can, you know, you you had to be invited. It was invitation only. However, once you got in there, it was like once you came, it was automatic agreement, and almost turned into not even a swinger party, but darn near orgy. Wow! And then jump in it. I met. I met a girl. Yeah, multiple couples. She and her husband um, used to swing. And uh, it was his it was his idea, and uh, they were they were in the in the throes of divorce when I when when she told me about that, and I thought, wow, I I, I just never heard of it at the time. It was pretty freaky. My thought was, no no, you, you shocked you in divorce. <laughs> but is um is swinging illegal? Is swinging illegal? I wouldn't think it would be. 
I don't think so because you're not paying for something. It's an agreement. No, nah, swinging ain't illegal. No, it's not. It's um, you know, it's like like you said, you know, two uh, multiple, excuse me, consent adults. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's totally legal. Totally legal. Yeah, it's good. It's cool. Yeah. And with that, I want to play um another clip. This is thirty seconds before I ask the next question. Hi, guys. Hi, I'm so glad you can make it. Thank you very much for your cool. food. It's so nice. Thank you. Uh, where's, uh, Gina? Uh, she couldn't make it. Yeah, she wasn't feeling very well. Oh, oh that's too bad. Because I was so much looking forward to getting to know Gina better. Has anybody or anybody's wife ever been approached to swing? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. How did, how did that work out? Were you in the grocery store? Or, I mean, what, what happened? No, nah, it was my neighbor on a military base, and uh, it was pretty prominent on our street. And uh, me and my ex-wife, we first got there, and uh, my supervisor wanted to know if we played. And I was like, I don't know what you mean by play. <laughs> and then uh, when I found out who he was talking about, I said, hell no. And then... Uh, my neighbor next door to us uh, asked us again if we were down. And we were like, no, nah, we good. So I was approached twice. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. On a military base. They do that on a military base, too. Huh? Yeah, they do it in our neighborhood, too, Rodney. They do? I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm sure that. Well, that's all I'm going to say. I, I know. <laughs> How could I develop, put this? Yeah. Give it in right there. And it includes. Can't, can't clean it up, Ike. Can't clean it up, Ike. You're in too deep right now. You're going to spill it. Don't leave it. Yeah, Rodney, they swing on military bases. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anybody else ever um, been approached personally or your wife ever been approached to swing like Brother Marty Mar was? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Guess you're the only one. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I haven't, so, I mean, I answer I haven't. I've been asked a lot of things, but that is not one of them. Yeah. I mean, they ain't going to come out and ask you if you swing. You know, you got to, you know, they give you a little, you know, wow. Nothing. I mean, how could you? How, I mean, how, how would they know to even ask you something like that? Like, I mean, they don't come out. They don't. Okay, they don't come out and just ask you. You know, are you down? You know, I mean, they have little key words. You know, like, uh, do you like play? play? Yeah, you know, uh, is your bedroom open? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I heard about the uh, play thing. Like, they ask you, you know, do you play or, you know. Like, I um, I heard, like, I heard, like, one time a guy was in a strip club, and uh, uh, he said a little female approached him because he knew he was married and was like, yeah, we, we do swinger parties and are you down? 
he was like he was nervous. You know what I'm saying? Like he, how, how can he even approach his wife with that? You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, uh, that you don't you don't do something like that with your wife. Cause everybody know that you're yeah. something like that end up getting divorced. Yeah, yeah, you can't leave the club. Like, yeah, I just left the strip club, and the strippers asked me, "We want to go to a swinging party," and that's not gonna roll too good. Yeah, yeah, you you on your way to a divorce if you start. Uh, I mean, but some people can do it. Uh, but people that I've heard of, uh, yeah, usually it, it is pretty bad for you. But why would you want to? Uh, I mean, why would you want to see somebody else rolling on your wife? I don't know. I don't know what motivates people to do it. I mean, that's the one thing I couldn't get past. <laughs> I couldn't get past watching somebody else kill it. That's what I'm talking about. And then I'm supposed to be cool with that? I'm not going to be cool. I'm not going to be understanding at all. Has anybody ever heard of soft swapping? What? Soft swapping. I ain't never heard of that. Anybody ever heard of that? Soft swapping. Nah, what's that? It's basically everything but full intercourse. You know, a full swap is pretty much, you know, everything. But a soft swap um, is everything but full intercourse. Soft swapping. So full play or shit like that. Exactly. Exactly. Wait a minute. Did I hear oral? Yeah. Everything but full intercourse. So everything up to, up to that. How do you go? How do you stop it oral? <laughs> I guess you're just like, all right, you done? I'm done? All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming home kissing you, knowing, you know. Mm. Oh, man, she kissing your kids, knowing, you know. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's rough. That's a rough ride right there, man. I mean, what company do you have? At least there was no penetration. Like, really? This dude's a teeth, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. That's rough. But, I mean, who who are these people that are swingers? Are they old folks? Are they young folks? Are they black? Are they white? Who do y'all think these people are that are swingers? White it's, folks. Nah, white it's, folks. It's, it's Ain't no brother going for that. I think the uh, the early 30s. So that thirty forty range. I think it's everybody but brothers. They fear the Mandingo, man. And that would be false. It actually doesn't fall into. They got swingers of all different races, ages, categories. I mean, you name it. So it doesn't really fall within uh, a specific. Uh, realm of when you talk about race, ethnicity, age, it, it it has no none of that, none of that. So you can't put a face on it and say, well, it's that group or this group. But here's a true or false for you: true or false, people who get in get into the swinging lifestyle are generally in an unhappy marriage. True or false, people who get into swinging are generally in an unhappy marriage. False. False. I would say an an unsatisfied marriage. Say false. Mm. What is it? It's false. It is false. But 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 you know, with the marriage.
marriage piece, do y'all think that do y'all think that their sex life specifically was good or bad before they started swinging? I was say true because you know, um, one, I'm gonna be honest with you, there's not too many men that will that who loves his wife will love to see another man satisfy his wife in front of him. I just don't know. Two, sex is eighty percent of the quality control time between a man and a wife, other than communication. So it's the second highest thing. I mean, that that's what keeps us close together. So um, when you bring somebody else in, you know those those emotions she's supposed to have for you, she's releasing to somebody else. For you, it's just it's just foreplay. You know, for her, I mean, there's no way to get around a woman getting around just having sex just to have sex. It's just I don't know. I think I, I think uh, it, it, it was spicing it up. If that's what they they want to do, especially if they married, they've been together. I mean, if you're having problems, I don't think you're going to do that to solve it. You feel me? Yeah, but spicing it up, man. Come on, man. You ain't got to have men mingle. He he just if he makes you uh, it makes her orgasm in a different way than you do. You in trouble, dog. But what if that's what she wants? Um, what if she comes to you yeah. and says, this is something that I want, and you my husband? Well, it's not for you to pull out some toys, dominatrix, keep it in the house, but you don't, you don't bring another mandingo up in there. <laughs> I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm pretty sure there's situations where women say this is what I like to do. Well, then, hey, you know, don't do what you do, but don't do it without me. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, a woman is a woman. She's emotional. She's going to catch some type of feeling. There's no way she can pan that out. Yeah, but some some, some are in it for the sport, just like we are. Some some women, are, you know, are in it for the sport, and maybe that's what she likes. So what if she came to you and said, this is what I want to do? The answer would be no for me. But... And uh, a few more choice words. That'd be better. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Bible savvy. I, I know that much. <clears throat> That's funny. But what if let me let me flip uh, T Hawk's point all the way around? If your wife came to you tomorrow and told you that that you could have a threesome with her and another woman of your choosing, come on, Rodney. And I had, listen, listen, let me finish. And I had this magic pixie dust (laughs) that erased your wife's memory of the sex session. Would you agree to it? Yes. That's a shut up. I had magic pixie dust. So, you know, she's like, babe, you know, we can do it. And then there's no ramification because I'm going to sprinkle the, after y'all done, I'm going to sprinkle the pixie dust over and, you know, the girl will leave and it'll be done. So one brother said yes. What about the rest of y'all? I'm not going to answer that, man, until you stop recording this call. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just answered it, brother. Exactly. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. So no, I, I guess nobody else would would, would fess up. Nah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, nah. No. Okay. Has anybody's wife ever had a threesome? Ever had a train ran on? To you? Come know? on, man. Come on. Really? Come on, man. Really? Who's going to admit to that? I mean, how what kind of question that? is that? <laughs> I mean, really? Who's going to admit to that? And who's going? Yeah, my okay. Yeah, my wife had a train. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So I'm saying that. What if? What, how would you feel if you were made aware tomorrow that your lovely wife had a train ran on her back in the day? I mean, would it matter to you today? Y'all been married. A lot of a lot of you know a lot of years. So I mean, would you care? It would crush me. It would crush me. Huh? It, it would crush me. Really? Why so? That <laughs> really? That's that's how I feel right there. Like who? Hmm. You, who's you going to see their wife in that light? Yeah, that's especially when you find them like. That's the first thing you have, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, somebody's wife got run on. That's right. That's right. A train. Mm-hmm. They wives today. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right, Roger. All right. Who is going to go and ask their wife? <laughs> oh. I didn't say ask her. No, said, no. What if you found How out? How is she going to find out? Hey, maybe it was uh. Who is crazy enough? To <laughs> that? I, I just did. <laughs> Who is crazy enough to tell you, hey man, you know your wife, hey man, back in the day, me and my boys, or I know some boys. Oh, uh, <laughs> do that. You won't be able to sleep for three weeks. Who gonna, gonna let them words come out their mouth? Mm. So how about this? So how about you just ask your wife? Mm. How about how about why do you want to know? I wouldn't. I ain't asking mine. Exactly. I don't even understand the question. I mean, why would anybody want to know that? I would and not. The same thing. Know. And it's the same thing with her. You know what I mean? If you was slinging the whole neighborhood, why would she want to know that you was boning everybody in the neighborhood? Well, Rodney, would you ask your wife that question? Nope. Why not? Oh. Sure wouldn't. Because I mean, like you, I wouldn't want to know. I mean, it, and like the brother said, it would, it would, it would, it would crush me. It's like, really? You know, so it would matter whether she was in high school when it happened, you know. But, you know, let me let me ask this a different one. Let me, let me throw a boomerang into that. Would it make a difference if her threesome was with another girl and a guy compared with two guys? Would that make a difference if she was like, yeah, I had a threesome, but it was me and my friend and this dude? Versus two dudes. Would you yeah. feel better about it? If basically she just added her friend to the, you know, the dude before you to the equation. But it's still three people. <laughs> I would. Like maybe, maybe I'm biased, but two dudes are. Listen, right. Remember when you're asking this question, what, what goes through a, mind, a man's head? Three people, if it's two women, just like you said, that means your wife doing something. Or you're assuming that she's she, she licking some some girl. 
Mm. Then why 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 are you just finding out about it and you ain't getting no joy before y'all even got married? Two, she licking somebody out. Um, hot dog. <laughs> and, and, so you know how those can get down. So you know the mental is is, is there. A man can't handle that knowing his wife did that. Leave that to yourself. Don't don't ever bring that up. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a good point. But what about y'all? Has anybody had a threesome? Silence. <laughs> How was it? What is? <laughs> How was it? <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> no comment. Now, you Pete Tans. No That's Pete what you're going to get from folks. You're going to get no comment on that. <laughs> now, has anybody ever saw it for? What? Has what? anybody ever saw it for? Man, you didn't ask that. You serious? You got to change that question around. Are you serious, Ryan? I mean, when it's two guys, it's called a sword fight. Because it's like, you got to be careful. How long do you think of these questions, man? I have don't, no idea where work. they're coming from. There <laughs> <laughs> was a dude on here who did what would make you think he was, oh, yeah, that was me. Right. But it's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> it's real where? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you right here. I'm going to give it to you right here. Listen to this clip, fellas. This is uh, 10 seconds. National survey suggested roughly half of American marriages, someone's cheated. And these couples are part of a dramatic shift in younger couples' attitudes on infidelity. One study showed the percentage of unfaithful wives in their 20s increased by 20% in the last two decades. The percentage of young husbands cheating jumped by 45%. Now, getting back on track, um, do y'all think swingers' unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy? Nope. Why not? Because, I mean, at the heart of it, that's not how we're made. You know, you can go in and say, oh, you know, we're open with it and it's okay and as long as I know who's banging you, we're good. But, you know, when she goes in that other room with the other dude, you ain't going to be all right. I can't imagine a dude sitting out in the living room and some other dude taking taking his wife in the next room. I mean, how do you do that? Well, I tell you that, you know, literally, and this is a true story. I've heard of this guy that, and he had, I mean, his chick was bad. I mean, he had, I mean, his chick was bad, and she also had no limitations in the bedroom. And he literally wants to share his wife with others, you know, so that other guys can sort of covet what a great wife that he has. It's almost like an ego boost, you know, to say, yeah, that's mine. I'll let you have her for the night, but she's still mine. So, I mean, that, that that's real. There's guys out there that's like, yeah, I know I got the baddest chick with no limitations, and I'll let you have her, but she's, you know, she's mine. There's so some guys that think like that. All he's doing is pimping his wife. That's it. <laughs> 
Because if you let a door open for a man, he'll accept the challenge. So now you instead of just having one man accept the challenge, you let any man just come in and accept that challenge. So y'all don't think that a man can be 100% comfortable with another man smashing his wife? <laughs> How can you say these things without even laughing, Rodney? That's <laughs> what he say again. What did he say? <laughs> I said, can a man be 100% comfortable? Just like I told you to do that. I, I know this dude. I, have, I lost contact with him, but... Can he really be 100% comfortable with another man sleeping with his wife? That's not what you said. Yes, he's smashing his wife. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> Did you say smashing? Yes. <laughs> you know, I hate that I'm wasting my Tuesday night <laughs> listening to these questions. I well, let me even, flip it I'm around. Even that. Let me flip it around. Let me flip it around because y'all talked about um, you know, females. Flip it all you want. Go ahead. Can a woman be one hundred percent comfortable with her husband sleeping with another woman? Can a woman? Now we, you, I don't think anybody would agree that a man can do that, but there are some guys out there that no. do that. No? How can any married person be one hundred percent comfortable? No, Rodney. You married? No. I mean, are these all trick questions that, like, we don't know the answer or we know the answer, but we got to act like we don't know the answer? Is there going to be an aha moment or something at the end of this? Absolutely. Hey, you're going to come with these the stats that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he be. I don't know where he be getting these stats from. Go ahead. I get them from ABC News. Oh. Listen, 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 listen. Not Fox. Go ahead. But isn't there something odd about seeing your mate with somebody else? Mating? I mean, we're not really the jealous type. Like, we believe that sharing is caring. <laughs> sharing is caring. caring. That's what she said. Oh. There ain't that no was, amount of sharing in the world. That was a sorry answer. <laughs> <laughs> Why was that a sorry answer? Why was that a sorry answer, brother? Sharing is caring. That's what she said. Sharing is caring? Your, yes. your significant other, the, the person you love and cherish, you want everybody to have with yours? Like, <laughs> it's great. I don't I don't understand how you showing you caring. <laughs> I don't I'm know. protecting your wife. I don't get it. Sharing is caring. Okay. Mm. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling you what was out there, and, and 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 here's another clip, and this this is important, and this is uh this is real. Just look at AshleyMadison.com. It lists 14 million people in 22 countries who are looking to have extramarital hookups. And again, I go back to the point that AshleyMadison.com, I don't know if y'all have heard of that website, but that's where people who are in marriages are looking for an extramarital affair. Hmm. 14 million people in 22 countries. <clears throat> hey, Rodney. Yes, go ahead, brother. I got go it. Ahead. And I'm not, go ahead. I'm not uh, questioning your tactics here. Oh, go ahead. But it seems like the... The statistics that you, you know, the sound bites that 
growing up is strictly about people stepping out and not necessarily swinging. Because I think it's a big it's a big difference in between somebody stepping out and then somebody swinging. You see what I'm saying? Is there? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm when I think of swinging, I'm thinking that your your partner know what's up and they involved with it. When I think of somebody cheating, you know, they doing this on a sneak tip. Mm, that's good that you say that. I'm so gonna, I mean, gonna, that's I'm gonna merge the two together. I'm gonna merge the two together or attempt to. Um, and the final clip, final clip for right now. Um, and this is only uh, eight seconds, fellas. Older people, like their families, are very traditional. You sleep with one person forever. But I mean, in today's day and age, things are not the way they used to be. And back to Chuck's point, things are not the way they used to be. And is monogamy an old school tradition of the past? I mean, aren't we predisposed to sleep around? No. I'm positive. Anybody want to agree or disagree with that? Monogamy in an old school tradition of the past in today's day and age. Uh, I think it, I think it's a new day. It's, Go ahead, brother. Yeah, I don't. Uh, what they say? Uh, the, the the dinosaur years are over. Everybody doing their own thing. They open minded is a little bit more open mindedness about everything, you know what I mean? Mhm, mhm. And do y'all think that, that like getting into this swinging lifestyle is pretty easy, would you say? You say it's easy or, or hard to you know, no, you it, 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 gotta, it gotta be hard, young. That's that's a lot of myths with it. It's a lot of myths with it, yeah. I think it would be easy, man. Why so? I mean, because morally, you know, the the country is declining every second, man. I mean, it's a you know, I honestly feel like, you know, it's a whole other world out there, man, that we don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I mean, there's some there's some wild people in the world, man, in, in the country, and I don't. It would be, you know hard as people think it is. If you think I'm lying, check check your spam out someday. Some days and just see what's in there. I mean it's all kind of hookups, you know, stuff that we don't get because it goes our spam folder or delete it. But no, I, I don't I don't think it would be hard at all. Mhm. And you're you're actually exactly right, brother, because they actually have listen to this. They actually have something called swing school. <laughs> yeah. Swing school, okay. And, and here's a clip of a couple who did, who was there. It's only ten seconds. I'll start for you. We made a bet in the Super Bowl, and if the Patriots won, I got a threesome with another guy. And if the Giants won, I got a threesome with another girl. Obviously. And needless to say, the Giants won. Needless to say, the Seahawks Giants won that time. 
But no doubt, no doubt. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> but I mean, literally, that's a couple that was at this swing school. So you know, just like the brother said, I mean, uh, it's it's out there. So what they do at this school? They teach couples how to swing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You got it. It's simple as that. And 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 like uh, P Town said earlier, that it's private. It's by invitation only. You know, it's it's exclusive. But yes, absolutely, they teach you how to swing. But do y'all think that swinging is 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 just about satisfying a, a curiosity? I mean, you saying it's like a lifestyle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there's an emptiness that you're trying to fill. Mm. I think swinging is just some form of instant gratification to a bigger problem. If you ask me, uh, you know, I know, you know, some people, they can't get enough. But, you know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, if you put if you put more work into your sex life with your wife than you're doing trying to get other partners, then I think you'd be fine. I, again, I disagree just to a certain extent. I, I say that. I don't think swinging is... You arrive at swinging because of a problem in marriage, in your sex life. I just think that certain people are, you know, like people are base jumpers. Mm-hmm. People are thrill seekers, and they do things that's extreme. You know, I think swinging is one of those things. And now you have two people that want to do some sexual extreme stuff. You know, yeah. and it doesn't have anything to do with the problem they have. That's just how they get down. You know, they they tried it. They came in. I mean, you know, they actually may have a more healthier sex life than some of us on the phone. Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But but why is that? It's a preference thing, I would think. Why is it that someone who is in a swinging relationship has a better sex life than us old dinosaurs? Because maybe they're open for more things. So obviously, they definitely are open for more things. Because you know, we're not doing it. Well, would you? Well, don't would you think there's an air competition also? Because you know, women are genetically predisposed to compete against each other. And so, if you're in a swinging relationship, maybe your wife knows that. Hey, if I, uh, you know, lose my mojo, my mojo start decreasing, then. He's got options. I've seen it with another woman plenty of times. And they seem to like it. Mm-hmm. They like it more than I do. Mm-hmm. So I better get with the program. Would you? I would think that would be a contributing factor as to why they have better, healthier sex lives. I hear you. But again... I still think that it's a preference and and you know Yeah, it's a personnel. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, back to pre- preference to y'all, you know, what if what if somebody's wife not your wife, but what if somebody's wife reveals that 
she likes to be pleased by more than one man at a time. I think somebody, you know, talked yeah. about bringing Mandingo in. You know, since since he's not Mandingo, I mean, what? Yeah. You know, what then? Yeah, I mean, there are, there are women out there. Now, like like T Hawk said, I do have to agree that it is preference because I got a friend girl right now. Lord knows this this poor child. She needs a cut buddy more than anybody I ever know. But she's scared because she know anybody that she has a physical relationship with, she gets linked to them emotionally. And she's not one of them type of women, never have been, that could just have just a physical relationship with someone. And then I've known women that can just do it and care less about you. Mm. So, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, T.O.'s right. It's his preference. Yes, and it's how you wired, you know. Well, what about, Go ahead. You know, what about not bringing Mandingo in but just bringing a third person in? You know, what if what if a woman's just like, I, I just like to be pleased by more than one person at, at the same time? It don't have to be Mandingo. Then what are you asking? Would, would that be something that's more agreeable to? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, not me. Not to me. <laughs> I mean, because I've heard so many stories of people bringing in a third party, and, you know, it's like they are, they own the way to Splitsville. I don't know where you get your statistics from. But everybody I've heard about, it ends up in it pretty badly for them. But when it comes to swinging, do y'all think it's a mutual thing? Or, you know, one person really wants to try it and the other person just goes along with it because, you know, that's their that's their, husband, that's their wife? Definitely mutual. It got to be mutual. No, really? I, think, I think it's because of one person. And you can usually tell who the freak is in yep. the swing session. You can always tell when it's finally going down. You can tell who's really about it and who's just there because they married. Yeah, the one I met, the, it was definitely the husband. That's why I don't understand writing these statistics like they are just <laughs> go lucky, perfect lives. Like, oh, person, one person is a super freak. The other person ain't freaky enough, but they just go on and accommodate either way. Yeah. It's the ultimate form of submission, yeah. 
And would you would you consider that person that you know maybe it is the husband that concedes? You know maybe the wife, you know, does reveal that she likes you know bring Mandingo in or bring another chick in or whatever the case may be. Would you consider that person who concedes to be a pushover spouse? Not me. I mean, there's a. There's, I mean, I wouldn't say they're a pushover. I, I think they. I think they're. They're just trying to make their marriage work. Some, you know, and some people, you know, they have. They don't have a good idea of a healthy marriage, and so they just believe that hey, you know, a healthy marriage means doing just about everything this person wants to do to try to make them happy. And some people believe that if I do this, then that'll make my spouse happy. Yep. What I want to do, and you know, I ain't gonna question it. it. Don't make sense to me. I don't really care for it, but this is what make my spouse happy. So, oh, that's the only reason I need. I agree, I agree with that. Anybody else? Push over on once, going twice. All right. Well, I want to bring these swingers back uh, one more time. This is 10 seconds, fellas. I really get turned on watching Michael please somebody else because I know how well he pleases me. And I know at the end of the day, like he says, I'm going home with him. There's nothing better than us. Like, we please each other so well for so if a person needs another person outside of their marriage to fulfill and please them sexually, does that mean that their spouse isn't good enough? If they need somebody outside to fulfill and please them sexually, does that mean that their spouse isn't good enough? I, I don't think, uh, I don't mean they're not good enough. I think uh, the strong the strong sexual appetite, you know what I mean? The, the, like you say, the thrill, the, the adventure. That extra, because you know most people are greedy. And that's like saying you know because somebody has an affair that means you know the other partner wasn't good enough. And nine times out of ten, it got nothing to do with that. It's just a hole that you have. Some people have a big gigantic hole that no matter what they do, they they can't fill it. You know, and you look at why people spend so much time on pornography. You know, they can see a naked woman legally in their bed next to them, but that's not enough. So they got to see a hundred million different naked women of all different kinds. You know, hey, I, I know think women, I think, I think swinging is, may be the same thing. You know, your wife may be great. She may be great in bed, but for you, she's not going to fill that hole because you, you, you got this big hole that you can't get filled. Nobody can fill it for you. Well, I, I don't think pornography is an issue. Oh, it is. It is. It is. You, so wait a minute. You comparing pornography to swinging? No, no, no. I'm talking about a person having n- never getting enough. Is what I'm saying. And the uh, uh, analogy I use is that you can you can have a naked woman, your wife, and you can see her naked every day, but that one naked woman is not enough. So now you got to search for other naked women to look at. That's when I use the pornography thing. Oh, okay. okay. You see, for some men, they can just see their naked wife and be like, okay, I'm good. I could touch this one. It's naked. I could do what I want to do. But then after they finish touching that, now the hole is still open, so now they got to fill it and look at some more naked women. That's making any sense. Yeah, hence the strip club. 
strip. I I don't know, man. I got a different outlook on that. I mean, because you can see them every day. You can see them naked, but that don't mean that you see them hopped up and all freaking and stuff. I mean, when you see them naked, they get ready to take a shower, pop a couple of sleep pills, and get ready for work in the morning. Yeah, but that's You don't see them all hot, sweaty, and bothered and doing them things that the women in the porno do. But you're supposed to see them somewhere close to that. When? When? I mean, not the only time you see her naked is when she in the shower. Come on, dude. I mean, but you see other times. I mean, but 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 see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, what if what if the sex? What if you know? What? I mean, when you say enough, I mean, who 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 gets enough? Who gets enough of their wife? There you go. I mean, who gets enough? I mean, what dude on here gets enough of their wife? Well, I'm talking about sexually, physically. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you're talking about being enough for your wife. I mean, I mean, getting enough of your wife. Right. right. So now it's so now the question is enough of one person. So maybe I'm not getting enough of one person, but guess what? I want to get some more of that one person. But now it's not. I'm not getting enough sex, or I'm not getting enough naked views. Then you're taking it outside of your bedroom. I think it's two different things. Going somewhere with it, though. Going somewhere. You follow but, me? So you I say I'm not getting enough of my wife. So the issue is now I need to get enough. I need to get more of that. But but and if that's the case, nothing else will do. Oh no! I completely sold on that, T. Hope. Okay, let me break it down to you this way: If you're not getting enough steak in your diet, is chicken gonna help you? <laughs> 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 oh, I hate we y'all on these metaphors. Tell me y'all start talking about these damn cars. Uh, I know. <laughs> help me. No, chicken ain't going to help me. Chicken ain't yeah. going to help you because you still want that steak. So when you say chicken. You can't chicken. put that A1 sauce on no, no chicken. Oh, you Lord. Want that steak. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, is steak the porno? No, if, if steak, steak is the wife and chicken is the porno, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's say that the steak in your diet is uh, is is the the desire, you know, for swinging. Um, you know, back to the topic at hand, and and how do y'all think people feel, you know, when they first start swinging? And you know, we talked about how sex absolutely does have an emotional piece, but <laughs> most guys feel great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no problem is, whatsoever. Is it is it possible? Is it is it is it possible for a woman to shut that emotional thing off while she's swinging? Yeah, there's some women out there that can do that. I think it's some women that can do it too. Yeah, yeah. What about a man? What about a man? Yeah, there's some dudes out there that are emotional. If he if he did, if he already agreed to it, then yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and my thoughts on that is I think that um, the man can't really, really, really say that he really cares about that wife to put her in that situation. Just, just to go out like that, like you know, I I look at swinging is for somebody that is a jump off, and now I'm bringing a jump off to a jump off. No, no. That's why I look at it. It's like, you know, so how did you bring your wife into you, that? Because you wouldn't be swinging if it ain't your partner, right? But check this out. 
Check this out. What if you swinging and your ego gets rocked to the core? Mm. And I mean to the point where you can't even enjoy your piece because you watching this dude. I mean, your wife is on her, like, 25th, you know, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, rising to the top moment. Sure, sure. And this dude is killing it. Killing it. Mandingo killing it. It takes you two days to get up to the upper room. This dude done got it there twenty five times in five minutes. That's what I'm saying. You can't be you can't be there emotionally. You gotta be there as a shell. Like man, I don't care. Knock it down knock it down, dude. Knock it down. Put your work in. You gotta be the dude on. Like you don't care. You gotta I mean, how can you care man. and deal with that, man? How can you have feelings in that whole situation? You can't. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> so from a so, so T Hog, from a swinger standpoint, you know, would it would it be considered disrespectful if feelings start to get involved with the people, you know, that they're swinging with? No yeah. jealousy allowed. Yeah, because ain't, ain't there rules to that? Ain't there rules? Gotta, you right, you right. He just said it. There's got to be rules to that. There's got to be rules to it. Yeah, and I've got the rules. I've got the rules. Really? I do. What are the rules? One Leave swinger. Your feelings, check your feelings at the door. That's who who are the rules? The swingers. The swingers. Oh, okay. Yeah. And one swinger said that his wife listen to this, was allowed to go sleep with the man that they had threesomes with, but she had to videotape it so he could see it. Why videotape it? He's in the, he's in the he? What do you want to see? He just want to make sure that, you know, that she ain't catching no feelings, that, you know. How? He, he yeah, know that. Is, is he watching for him? Or is he watching just to make sure she's just doing that and nothing else? Exactly. He's just watching it to make sure that she minds her P's and Q's because he's not there. Right. You know, it's going to be played later. So if she if she does something she's not supposed to, he's going to be like, you know, you see what you did on the tape? You know that's not allowed. Right. Hey, what's not allowed? He's rolling on your What could it be? But they have rules. What, what the tape is off. I mean, dude is, is, is smashing your wife. What rule could you have? Hypothetically speaking, like, like say, uh, spank that ass? I mean, what is it? Something like that. No cuddling. You can't cuddle or you can't kiss or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And and they do have the rule. Um, I'm glad you said uh, what you said because, and this is real. Again, listen. do full swaps, including intercourse, but they don't kiss other couples. The kissing is more intimate, and we like to keep that for us. So the kissing is more intimate. So they do full swaps, full intercourse, but no no kissing allowed. What do y'all think about that? I, I, I can relate to that. Why so? <laughs> I had a girl one time... Uh, uh, we were getting high. I mean, I didn't like her. She didn't like me. But, you know, you get high, you get horny. She was like, you can hit this. You just can't kiss me. I was like, I don't want to kiss you anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, most of them you don't want to kiss anyway. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's fine with me. So that's a good rule. That's a damn. I don't, I, I don't mean to follow that rule. <laughs> so what other rules uh, do you think that swingers have? 
see, I mean, you know, if you were single and you just you just met some piece, you could be a swinger. But you can't yeah. life into that, man. And, you know, I mean, if you just had some chicks that like, okay, I'm going to bring you and we're going to go and I'm going to roll on all kind of chicks, that would be a different ballgame. But you can't bring your wife, man. Yeah. Right. You'd be ready to beat somebody down. If she ain't single, in the next room hollering. You'd be like, what the? Yeah, if a single guy were to get involved with, you know, some swinging couples, I mean, he'd be like the luckiest dude in the world. What I'm talking about. So, so I mean, is swinging just with couples, like people, boyfriend, girlfriend, merch, anything like that? Or it could just be two people that find another couple and doing it, like... Yeah, it varies. It varies. And, and some of the rules, um, like some swingers have rules that it's uh, single women only or couples only. And a lot of swingers have no men, no single men that are just in there flying solo, you know, just in there trying to be the luckiest dude in the world. They they have a rule against that. But if you're a single woman, you know, it's, it's all good. So... Some swingers have uh, rules where it's a threesome with women only, you know, or men only, um, no friends, you know. So it's it's a lot of different rules. Um, what do you mean no friends? Like they like you can't get in a swinging relationship with people that you know. So me and you couldn't be hooked up. Right. In a in a, in a swinging relationship, right? Exactly. Right. Say that one more time. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> But another rule, fellas, is condoms are required. I would hope so. Oh, you lost me there. (laughs) I'm about to lose you again because what do y'all think of men who are, you know, I mean, he's literally, I don't know how I can put this and keep it clean, but he's eating a box and then he goes to put a condom on. (laughs) He don't understand much. What's the Eating the steak, what's the point? <laughs> exactly. Why you want chicken now? Literally, he's like, hold on, babe. You know, after he got finished eating the box, he's like, let me put a condom on. A lot of people don't use protection when it comes to oil, though. That's right. That's right. And they get surprised. Uh, I don't even know why you would go in there trying to give oral anyway. <laughs> hey, that's what women who swing like. You don't think they like oral? You don't think they like getting that, that box eight out? That's 68, bro. That's about it. Tell me how you want. <laughs> but also, also. Y'all are crazy. Also, uh, some cu- some swinging couples have said, have, have admitted to using condoms only fifty percent of the time. Well, so what? What do y'all think about that? It's like, yeah, we use condoms, but only half the time. That, that's first true. of all, if, that's you really, if you really think about it, the behavior itself is reckless. True. So if 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 going into it is reckless, I mean, how in the world can all of a sudden you be responsible? Hmm. No way that that you know you're gonna go in there and leave your feelings at the door. Not with your wife. I mean, like if you just had some chick you met, say, "Hey, let's hook up, let's go to this place." That's a different ball game. I mean, but you can't bring you can't bring the mother of your children in there. And you and you and you in the room with some dude running on your wife, man, and you'd be okay with that. 
doing it. Some people doing it tonight while we talking tonight. Mm. Swinging party tonight, every Tuesday night. But do y'all think that swingers end up eventually breaking their own rules? Like the one guy he said, you know, make sure you videotape it for me, baby. Another guy said, no kissing. You know, another swinger said, make sure he puts the condom on. Do y'all think that they eventually end up breaking their own rules? Yeah, yeah. When you, like you said, when you you going into something that that reckless anyway, it's going to be took. And that's when those emotions kick in. A lot of things go out the window. You know what I mean? What you mean? I I can't kiss when when it feels good. You feel what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. feelings is feelings, man. And even then, he get too caught up into um, this other lady. You know, he gonna try to figure out ways how he can get over there without even the woman knowing. His lady knowing. Mm hmm. And uh, and vice versa. You know, you let them have an argument. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, I'm leaving. <laughs> you know where you're going. Mm-hmm. I mean, you already said it's okay. That's right. But yeah. how does swinging how does swinging affect the marital couple's intimacy? I mean, can it actually make the marriage stronger? No way. First Some of all, weird way is oneness. You know, it ain't twoness. <laughs> you can't be like. You know, intimacy is is about a couple becoming one. It's not about three people becoming one. You know, I I was just in South Africa, and and it blew me away that the norm over there is for a man to have several wives. Mm -hmm. And the women seem to be okay with it. Hell, uh, one wife is enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) South Africa has six wives. I got six women ask me where the hell I'm at and what I'm doing and why. <laughs> and it's, it's a status deal because you got to have a house for each one of them. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it ain't like 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 the Mormons moving them all into the same house. I mean, you know, they they got to have a house for each one of them. Okay, and this Please. is just they raised. And and I, I talked to some of the young, you know, you know, twenty something year old girls, and I said, "Are you married?" She said, "No, I'm waiting to be selected." So you, you got a wife for every day of the week. Every day of the week. <laughs> it's just a mindset, you know. I get, and it's just how they raise. And I was like, really? I mean, you know. And 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 if a guy got enough cows, he can buy more wives. Well, I mean, with the season, then that's culture now. You feel what I'm saying? It is. You know. So so I, I asked one of the dudes, you know, and and he had he has three wives, and I said. Would it be okay if your wife took another husband? Oh, no, no, that's not okay. I said, why not? Oh, no, 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 no. What's the difference? Oh, no, she can't have that. I said, but you got three wives, but she can't take another husband. Oh, no, that's not, that's not, I'd have to put her away. She's there going, then there goes the rules. There's there's the rules again. There's culture and rules. But you never see it where a wife can have two or three husbands. Cause, Cause, our ego ain't gonna handle that. I need to talk about some dude smashing your wife, and you're okay with that. There ain't no dude on the planet that could be okay with that. No, no. 
I ain't met a guy like that yet. I mean, you sit in the living room and some dude picks your wife and then walk back in the next room and you hear her crawling up the walls and you are okay? <laughs> oh, just videotape it for me? <laughs> <laughs> it's real. This is I, real. I'm just, I don't know how how that can work. I just, I just, I'm, I, you know, that's foreign to me. But can't the swinging lifestyle offer you some of the the wildest and best sex you've ever had? Possibly. Possibly. Maybe. Wow. Well, maybe. Why you say maybe? I mean, maybe. I mean, what? What? Is this a different woman? <laughs> what do you mean? They're all the same? But, 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 no, they, right. they ain't all the same, but I mean... I mean, you know, if you don't live for a while, it's like okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but isn't is it is it once you get married though? Is that what it's all about? Uh oh, uh oh. I mean, I think that we got plenty of time before marriage to get the best sex you've ever had. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then and then you know the freaky 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 sex. And then I think that just things change, you know. You may I mean, still want some of those, some of those. Not like not not all have that time frame though. It's a different time frame. We talking about, you know, you can get married at thirty, or you can be married at eighteen. Yeah, you're right. How, the, the time frame, like. So it comes with maturity then. Yeah. Got it. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I, I I've had some wild times, and it ain't always cracked up to be. You know. And uh, it's, it, you can get out there and get crazy. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's still that same emptiness. Yeah, but it, but it's always it's always been about the moment. You, you feel me? Like, whenever we, as men, did anything that was exciting, it's, it's always been about the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but you see, how do you... How do you uh, how do you uh, bang your wife and another chick at the same time, and then the next day you'd be okay with just your wife laying there? And you know th- things are going through her head. Yeah, like Mandingo. <laughs> 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 Even if she ain't thinking about Mandingo. <laughs> but there's still no way you can comfort your wife. Yeah, but you got to remember one thing, the follow-up. If this man is, 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 is doing it real great, and then you come with a poor performance. You cancel Christmas. <laughs> 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 so the pressure is on you. If you let him go, he's a pressure on himself. So the man ain't gonna step in. The pressure's on you now. I'll come back to the man. They come home when there's a note on the refrigerator. Shaka Zulu. But do, but do y'all think that swingers are really unprepared with the consequences that come with uh, living this lifestyle, living the swinger lifestyle? I think some of them are. I think those that are swinging for all the wrong reasons, like you got one freak and one person and other person is doing it just to make the spouse happy, yeah, they're doing it. I mean, they aren't prepared for it. I mean, if two freaks get together <laughs> and they, all, they meet swinging, they get married swinging, and they walk out this world swinging, and yeah, they all right. I mean, that's what they do. That's what they do. But some, a lot of people don't know how to stay in their lane. I mean, you a jealous chick, 
You can't admit it, but you're going to say you cool with swinging because you really want this dude. You know, he got a nice house. He's security and all this other stuff. You just got to go and have sex with another dude while you watch your husband smash another woman. You think you cool with that. And first time it happened, you look at yourself in the mirror like, I ain't cool with this. That's right. Now, I ain't cool with this at all. And when he leaves, I know he ain't looking no girl up. Yeah, but, but, but. Well, I mean, what happens when swinging turns into an affair? I mean, if if somebody starts to have an affair, can their spouse really be mad? Alcohol turn into an affair. Might be one of the rules, though. That's no rules when the rules are broken. If you already yeah. get it apart, I mean, what? What's an affair? Right. right. You, you you so in other words, you can only screw in in the house. Right. <laughs> Okay, look, here's the rule. I think the rule is you can only screw if it's permission. Now, we're talking about the care. We're talking about the affair. It's a, like, that's an emotional thing. That's a whole nother. Right. And that's what the brother was talking about earlier. That means you're stepping away from the the agreement of the swinging into a whole nother relationship. Yeah, but how do you tell somebody don't get emotionally involved? We're not built like that. Women, women especially aren't built like that. Right. Okay. You know, you hit that thing a few times, man. You know, she wondered why you ain't coming over there every night. Right. Yeah, if you ring that bell, right? That's right. And now it's Valentine's Day and you with the other woman? Oh, heck to the no. Right. <laughs> you going on vacation? Valentine's Day. <laughs> Valentine's Day with your swinger. <laughs> that means you open, and that should be in the rules. You ain't supposed to be open when you swing it. That's right. That's right. You ain't supposed to be open. Yeah. Somebody give him the uh, Urban Dictionary version. <laughs> right. Uh, open like open like Seven Eleven. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but swinging, fella, swinging is also defined as wife swapping. That's a definition. Defined as wife swapping, swinging, wife swapping are synonymous. So is swinging just something that was created by men just to get more sex and more variety? Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. how can you respect your wife and send her to some other dude's room? I'm with you, Andrew. I mean, it's just it's just not possible. It's all in the game. It's all in the game. Yeah, but the respect is over at that point. If you see your wife, hey, you know, man, then goes over there and you go in, in in the room and let him take that thing that's mine. Okay, 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 okay. Why go wash the dishes? Right. <laughs> because of the sex and that while well, he's up there, you know, over. I got a question. Go ahead, T.O. So, because I know you did your research on this. You think you did? (laughs) (laughs) You think? So what do you think the percentage of, what's the time frame of a man or woman to bring it to their spouse when they should start swinging? Do you come into the marriage swinging or do you wait for a while, a couple of years? I think the best time to start swinging is before the marriage and late into the marriage. (laughs) <laughs> so in the middle everything cool, huh? No, nah, in the middle don't even know. Don't even know. 
So if you say late into the marriage when you just don't care, she's just a ball and chain, you don't care who you about, about 45, about that 45 age, 45 and older, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you're going to spice it up a little bit. <laughs> you trying to hold on for dead life. Yeah, but that's not, but, but see, that's not spicing it, though, when somebody else is, 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 somebody else is. Beating up on your stuff, man. That ain't spicy. And somebody beating up, and she old. Is she older, man? Come on, man. Really? I mean, okay, there you go. So you making my point? So that's when you just don't care no more. <laughs> really? Please. Please. I mean, I mean, we feel like that. But like Ronnie said, like it's millions of people that feel different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. I want to bring those people in because I want to tie it back, you know, to what y'all were saying to to the question I asked. Is there somebody here that said they were swinging? You got strippers? No. You got swingers on no. the show? No, no. No, 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 no. Hey, on. No, no. no. Y'all just got to be patient. But I asked the question, is swinging something that was created by men just to get more sex and more variety? But I want you to hear the answer, okay? I want you to hear the answer. 30 seconds, fellas. Aren't just setting the rules, they're driving the explosive growth in the online swingers market. This is the new generation of swingers. The new generation of swingers. Five years ago, adultfriendfinder.com had 5.4 million swingers worldwide. Today, that number has nearly doubled to over 10 million and growing. The majority of traffic is women. They're the ones who reach out to the other couples on the site and decide who's safe and who they want to play with. They're the ones kind of driving all the interaction finding the right people. Now, did that just burst your bubble? I don't believe it. Not at all. I was on Adult Friend Finder. (laughs) (laughs) I had on Adult Friend Finder, and I can confirm, yes, there are a ton of women finding that just want to just do something special. Yeah, you talk about something special, brother. the racial stuff is getting into the swinger lifestyle an easy opportunity to finally have sex with someone of another race absolutely I think absolutely. so absolutely yeah I think so absolutely. But what, what, are, what are some racial stereotypes about women of different races in the bedroom uh like uh <laughs> <laughs> talk about it brother go ahead bro like room pads the Beckys, the white girls, yep. they, they got the best fellatio. Okay. Uh, 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 the Asians can take a whole lot of it, whole lot of Mandingo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, so many, huh? so many. Is that it? Anybody else want to add to this list? Racial stereotypes about women of different races in the bedroom. Is that it? Y'all left out Hispanic women. Hello. They left out black women. Left out black women. Go ahead. It's Darren, man. How y'all doing? What's up, man? What's up, man? What's going on? Uh, my my cousin, um, he he uh, he he's a gay dude, right? Okay. So so he said that that's what he find uh, the kind of guys you usually don't find to be with him. 
because he said in those um, in those swinging things you you got open-minded men, you know what I mean, and you know he'll go up in there with a girl posing as his wife or girlfriend, and he'll you know <laughs> he'll he'll offer himself to another dude, and you know and the dude will take his offer. So oh. it's not it's not dudes up there just looking for other type of women. It's download brothers in there that that's that's looking to to pretend to their wife that they just want to try something for the first time. Hey, since we in here, you might as well try everything. Wow. And didn't I say, didn't I, thank you, Darren. Thank thank you, brother. Because I just talked about sword fighting, and these brothers are like, no, what are you talking about? Nobody does that. It's like, come on, man, it's real. The brother just gave it to you, man. He did sword not fighting. give, listen, man, he did not give the okay for us to talk about sword fighting. Man. Forget about it. <laughs> I'm just telling you that it's real. It happens. It that don't mean we want to talk about it on a phone <laughs> full of men. Let's go back to the women. Let's go back. And thanks, Darren. Thanks for joining. Yeah. But let's go back to the racial stereotypes about women of different races. Now, we've we've left out the black women and we've left out the Hispanic women as far as what they can do in the bedroom. So what are the stereotypes of Hispanic women and black women in the in the bedroom? Are there none? Yeah. There aren't any? Yeah, I, yeah, I think I think it's one. Oh, go ahead. What is it? <clears throat> it's sisters, sisters like um, sisters like downtown traffic. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. But what about Hispanic women? What, what kind of tricks they be doing in the bedroom? I'm talking stereotypically. I'm just talking in general. Stereotypically, what do general? If you generalize Hispanic women in the bedroom, what is it about Hispanic women in the bedroom? Nobody, nothing. Hey, uh, you know, I don't think a lot of brothers want to expose themselves, you know, especially been being married and not married to a Hispanic. Hispanic <laughs> but, uh, but you know. Uh, Keeping my ear low to the ground and hanging around a lot of sailors and stuff, you know, a lot of them, they, uh, what turns them on the most, uh, well, what I hear a lot of people say is uh, they speak their language or their native tongue while you're in the middle of doing your thing. And that kind of turns them on even more, you know, calling them poppies and, you know, just saying some stuff that they don't even understand what they're saying and they just like man she could have just called me the n-word and it doesn't <laughs> <matter."> <laughs> you know? so so it just it's just an exciting feature just to just to be with something unfamiliar you know or something new or something different you know and it, it make you feel you know like more beaten on your chest type thing gotcha gotcha but but have y'all only been with black women or have y'all been with women women of all the different races Oh my God! Are we still talking about swinging? Yeah, we're gonna get back to that. Thank you, T.O. I'm talking about before marriage. I just don't know where we're going. Rodney, have you been a woman of biracial woman? Go ahead, Rodney. Have you been with a black woman or biracial woman? What you been with, Rodney? Well, my wife is biracial. Okay, so that's Other one. Other than that, I've only been with black women. And you've only been with black women. So black women and biracial women. So so what are you doing now? Taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
You trying to live vicariously through somebody else now? <laughs> well, Rodney, since you had sex with black women and biracial women, which one are better in bed? Yeah, we put it back on you, Rodney. Black woman or is it the biracial woman? Which one is better? And don't the say, well, I bet the choice. No, I think you have enough data to answer this question. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> the, the biracial woman, best of both worlds. Huh? It is? Best, so you would have you would rather have a jack of all trade than a master of none? I don't know about that. Ah, so the biracial are capable of mastering some trades. Absolutely. Okay. Mm. What about the black women? Some. Some can as well. So which would you pick? Exactly. Mm, I would pick the biracial one. Why? Good answer, good answer. Why? Yeah. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. That's my answer. Best of both worlds. Is Man, your you... wife in the room with you right now, right? No. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> but I don't think that question is, again, we're talking about swinging. And if you, I think y'all forgot that I asked the question that Swinging is that opportunity to finally have sex with an Asian or Becky or whatever the case may be. And then I was talking about racial stereotypes of women. An Asian named Becky? No, I said and Becky. Oh, at the same time? Possibly. But what are, are they, are they, now we talked about racial stereotypes about women of different races. Um. But are there are there racial stereotypes about men of different races in the bedroom? And bingo. Mm-hmm. I, I got a question though. Go ahead. A little bit off this topic, not off the topic, but okay. You know, so you just show up at these parties and you select who you want to screw. Oh, or well, the, the, the yeah, party. Well, I mean, how does that work? Like you, uh, for what I told you, you go and you basically just shop. You know, you go to people and you ask them if they want to play. If yep. they if they like you, they would. If they don't, you go to the next. Right. You, you can be odd man out. Uh, yeah, you can probably take some home, something back to the room. The thing is, like, okay, if 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 like if you go up to some some chick and she says yes. Does that mean that guy got a role on your wife, or your or your wife can pick somebody else? It's got to be mutually agreed upon. Okay, it's 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 one couple swaps for one couple. Is that how that works? Not necessarily. Okay, so so in other words, you could you could be with another, with one dude's wife, and and another dude could be with could be with your wife. Not not the married one that you were with. Exactly. That's right. Okay, so you could literally be odd man out. You could be. You could be sitting there, some other dude's rolling on your wife, okay, and, and the woman you asked said, no, I ain't going with you. So you're sitting in the living room, and dude is pounding is pounding the wife in the other room. Mm-hmm. Possibly. You could be odd man out. I mean, do they ever do it like, you know, names in a hat? I mean. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think, like the brother said, you just walk in and you shop. Just like going to a grocery store or, you know, maybe sitting at a restaurant looking at a menu and then 
You know, it's like, well, I want to try that. You know, and that's how it works. So has anybody been on this phone actually been in the swinging, uh, swingers place like this? Have anybody been there to be able to enlighten or add to this conversation? Because, you know, everybody so far. Everybody's spe- speculating. Just Rodney. Rodney's got all the data. I, I, I've been to, like, uh, uh, like uh, a party, but it was, like, different sections, you know. It was, like, uh, swingers upstairs and strippers downstairs type thing. So you I was so you 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 wasn't with your wife or you was no, like no I was uh in the stripper section. So but your wife didn't go upstairs. at all. The swingers no. upstairs. Yeah, the swingers upstairs. Gotcha. So you gotta have a partner to go upstairs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's so, one of the so, so you don't really count. I'm talking about somebody who actually took their wife and no. took them to a place like this because I'm just I'm just curious about the feelings that that goes on in people's head when they see their wife getting bent over by another dude and they just sitting there watching because they agreed to let this happen. That's what we were talking about all night. Yeah. yeah oh, I, I, I just picked yeah. up the phone at 10. I'm at work, fellas. <laughs> it's, all good. It's, all good. it's all good. It's all good. And your wife, and you are okay with it. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. Like I said, the one dude said, as long as you videotape it for him, he's good. So... But moving on, um, regarding family and friends, is is swinging something that you should tell them or something that you should keep a secret from your family and your friends? Yeah, family and friends, a damn thing, period. <laughs> so nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Why? What kind of question is that, Rob? Well, I mean, you don't want to be found out. You know, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want your cover to be blown. So you might as well just tell yeah. them. What do you mean? So telling them is not going to let your cover be blown, even though you diamond yourself out? You can soften the blow. <laughs> right. No. 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 <laughs> so don't tell them anything. Oh, no. with a straight face, Rodney. <laughs> you better poker face that thing to the day you die. <laughs> yeah. Well, what if, you know, speaking of family. Speaking of family, what what about the children of swingers? Does anybody ever think about the impact that this lifestyle will will have on them? Uh, it's probably pretty minimal because most swingers are old. Are they? Yeah, yeah I don't think so. That's not that's not, what ABC, News, that's not oh, what ABC News said. No, ABC News said they they twelve or twenty or something, whatever, right? Right, right. It's probably not as as exciting as you think. I've been to plenty of nude beaches. And I'm thinking, man, you don't need to be nude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Most old people don't give a damn no more, man. <laughs> this lady, lady, she, I mean, she had knock marks dragging in the damn sand. <laughs> I was in the corner, and Mama had to be 85. And, and I'm talking about oh, knockers on the sand. Mm. I was like, you kidding me. You don't want to see that, man. Yeah, but it's the difference between swinging and people who just like to be, you know, believe in being nude. Like, the people right. who like a nudist, yeah, they feel like, you know, hey, I should be encumbered by clothing. I should be able to just, you know, let it roll. But swinging, swingers can be people who would dress up, you know, put on clothes and stuff at the beach, but they just sharing partners left and right. That's crazy. And I just, the thing I can't get into is, is 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 just letting somebody else, you know, 
rolling Man, my your wife. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, you can't. You can't. There are men that do. Been playing them all night. There are men that, yeah, go ahead, take her. You know, do what you want to do. You know, I mean, I could see if if you you were just, you know, you were just a, a boyfriend. Be like, come on, let's go over here. I mean, there's plenty of women up in here. I'm taking you. Take like my woman, and we going to have some fun. Hell, no, I couldn't even do that. I had a dude, a co-worker that I used to work with, used to always kid around. You know, me and my boy, you know, my boy, you know, he's a black dude. And I'm a black dude. He used to always kind of kid around, like, hey, you know, you can bang my wife, man, you know. What? You know, he, I mean, he's like, <laughs> so I'd be like, man, whatever. And so then one day I saw his wife. This dude was like an older, real older dude, but his wife was like, you know, she was kind of banging. You you started saying the same thing too, huh? <laughs> you right? You got to take him up on that, on that all. <laughs> now, now how, was he upset with you after you did that? But I didn't do it, but I'm just saying it, I put two and two together. Like he's an older dude, was he and you know he want to give his wife that thrill, so why not? Some people as boys, man, they like to see. They like to see their partner. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I would never go that route. But if I was thinking about it, see, I would be a little worried, man, because you sitting there, okay, this man said, hey, I just want you to have sex with my wife. I'm just going to watch. Now, you vulnerable. When you really deep into the throw of it, this dude might pull out a pig's mask and a machete and all of a sudden you tied up. You, you ain't even watching. She give him a little signal, be like, Geronimo. <laughs> All of a sudden, you don't see them drugs. I'm saying, hey, man, y'all done heard about people saying, the old saying, it's big secrets in big houses. Mm-hmm. And you got people, man, okay, they may serve you some nice succotash and steel top, man, but they got dungeons and <laughs> swinger parties. Dungeons and succotash. Yeah, you 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 think everything is Pun chill, man? <laughs> Ooh, oh wow, yeah, you catch that. <laughs> but is, is swing is the swinging lifestyle uh, similar to like a drug or alcohol addiction? Is it the same concept? Would you say? I don't think it's an addiction. It's just it's just this outlook where you know, you know somewhere in in that person's life, either a lot of times it's the parents who did it, right? So you get the parents like, I don't want my kids feeling like they have to conform to the world. They should form their own world and whatever that means behind it. You know, I don't I don't think that you just wake up one day and say, hmm, what would my life look like with some yellow skin wrapped around her thighs? Mm. You, you just don't wake up and think this, man. You, you know, let me go share my life at the Bunny Ranch. Hey, I, that's me. So, so you know, with you know, regarding drugs, alcohol, that those addictions, do y'all think the, the swinging lifestyle can be dangerous in any way? <laughs> <laughs> it can be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can it? Is it dangerous? Is it a dangerous lifestyle? I mean, just start with the disease side of it, right? And move over to the the, the dude that changes his mind while y'all you rolling on his wife. <laughs> And here comes the machete. Right, with the mask on. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, oh, 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 no, no, no. Mm. <laughs> you know, what are, what are the long-term effects from swinging? Long-term effects? 
Yeah, what if somebody, you know, after... Besides after, divorce? Yeah, besides so, divorce. I believe the long, one of the long-term effects uh, of swinging is um, the, one of the people might get tired and, and say, you know what, I don't like this or I don't want to do this no more. And then the other one's like, well, no, we 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 all in now, and I and I'm I'm still liking it. And a lot of times it's it's the dude, but sometimes it's the it's the female that like, okay, she kind of forces herself to like something because she's trying to please her husband and trying to join, you know, what he likes to do. And if she if you get a woman that's that that's that gullible, then she get in there and she might really like it, and then like it to the point. So much that the husband's not gonna like it no more, and she's still liking it, and and she's gonna go behind your back, and it's gonna be an un, unsafe or, you know, not 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 a good marriage after that point, because now your wife is enjoying something that you introduced her to. Yeah, well, you talk about retirement, Darren, and you know, after having lived the swinging lifestyle, you know, for a while, and and it's, and it's time for retirement. Is the woman more likely to be, to be considered damaged goods compared to the man? Oh shoot, they both crush canned goods. <laughs> no, but in comparison, I mean, the there's woman, always a double standard when it comes to sex. Like you got somebody been running the door for years, just different guys. It, there's always been a double standard when it comes to sex. You know, right? the man's the player, the woman's the hoe. I mean, right. that's the way it is. Yeah, you talk about damaged goods from, you know, a woman that wants to retire from swinging. I think You know, one one of the things, you know, when, when that happens, you know, what, what has to happen in the relationship at some point is insecurity. Okay? You know, you talk about the long-term effects. It, you know, it comes down to, well, you know, if I don't do this, what, what's going to happen? Wh- who's it going to leave with? Now I got what I got to do this just to keep you, and and now you're insecure. You you're, you're never enough. And I think once you open that door, it, it's hard to close it. Uh, and you're chasing something that you can't actually catch up. Sometimes that's it. Mm-hmm. But, you but, know, and and I mean, I mean, who? What? What guy could be okay? Listen to some other dude slam his wife. Man, there's people out there that's cool with it. I've been telling y'all all night. That's what I'm saying. We know that you're not the guy. We get that. Or none of us are the guy. We get that. But, hey, bro, you know, I like how your wife looks in jeans. Uh, are you sharing her tonight? <laughs> I mean, really. I brought Barbara. I, mean, I brought Barbara. <laughs> yeah, there I mean, are dudes I, that I think that are definitely down with it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But I, what I want to know is, fellas, somebody talked about opening the door. You know, where do y'all think this idea of the swinger lifestyle usually begins? Where does it start? Oh, man, that's that's that fake commitment stuff, man. Same reason people like to just go do orgies. You know, it's that mentality of it's all farming, dog. When you get to the point where you can't commit to a crop, you can't commit to a a, a patch of land because you got to see what's greener on the other side, and you're just going to keep sharing and keep exploring. And, you know, if you – it never changes. It's always going to be something new, something better. And then you get this fake sense of uh, – 
well, we're together, but, you know, we share within our togetherness. Nah, man. <laughs> you, you just, you just splitting bills. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Yeah. But, I mean, where, where else, fellas, where else can this idea for the swinger lifestyle begin? Where can it start? What, did it, what could it possibly be rooted in? I would say selfishness. Or, yeah, more greed. Just. Yeah, that, that. But the partner has to say, you know what? I want somebody else. And I don't want to sneak around. I think this would be a good way to do it. As long as we're open, there's no hurt feelings. But it's actually a lot simpler than that. How did you get into it? <laughs> it's, it's a lot simpler because T-Hawk was actually mentioning it, you know, earlier. And swing, the swinging lifestyle actually starts from pornography in the strip club. Okay. That's where it begins. That's where the, you know, it's, somebody said the door is open. That's where. It's the next open. level to to, to, to to get bound up into. Exactly. You know, I, so, for example, when it comes to porn, what's your personal preference? Do you just like the plain old one-on-one on action, or do you like multiple people on the screen having a big orgy? Like, what's your what's your personal preference, one-on-one or the big orgy? I, yeah, like, I like, like the orgies. Like the orgies. Exactly. I like Amazing women doing amazing things. <laughs> you know what? Like a lifetime special. <laughs> amazing women. <laughs> I think you got a point. I don't know if, if you if you heard last year uh, out there in uh, Vienna, Virginia, they arrested a dude for screwing horses in the barn. Oh, you that's that the, the bestiality Hell now. The dude. Huh? Bestiality, yeah. yeah. This conversation. Yeah. Come and on. They arrested the dude, and and the, and the farmer thought something was wrong. So he installed some some video cameras at night to pick up, you know, movement. Ah. And they caught the guy that would sneak in, and the, the dude was working there during the day and sneaking in at night and screwing the horses. Ah. And and you know and and this you know it, you know we listen to it and man that dude you know that's a freak. But but what you're saying here's what really happens. You know, uh, you know the, the guy says, man, you know, you know I'm gonna go get me a woman and. And he gets a woman, and, man, he starts smashing it, and it's great. You know, five or six times later, it's pretty good. You know, 20 times later, it's, you know, it's all right. And after a while, I says, you know, you know what the problem is? I need a new woman. He goes and gets a new woman, and he's hitting it, and it's fantastic. Five times later, it's pretty good. Ten times later, it's all right. So he goes, I know what the problem is. I need a new woman. And he keeps going through that, and then that's not enough. So he says, I know what I need. I need two women. I need two women at the same time. And that's great. And then that doesn't do it. So it's two women and a dude. Then it's two no. women. And that's what happens. Because I mean, there's an that's not being fulfilled, and they're using the, the lust or the sex to do it. And oh, it's man. never going to be enough. That's that hole in them. Can't that's it. it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, porn is good enough for me. I'm happy with porn. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never looked at no porn and been like, hey, I want to go to a swinger party. Like, nah. Brother, let me tell you. Yeah, but you know, you, you start with, 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 you know, HBO, HBO late at night. And that used to be good enough. That's right. Talk yeah, to I've been watching porn, man, since I've been sneaking in my dad's dash when I was 13, <laughs> 14 years old. But you know, <laughs> 
There's no limit on this stuff, man. It is no limit. Now, you talk yeah. about kids back in the eighties, nineties, you know, you know, you got enough heart to go up there and ask the Chinese dude at the at the little popcorn stand for magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can I get some Snickers bars and um spots? <laughs> now it's it's a complete joke, dude. All you have to do is just hit puberty and put two and two together and you're all on the internet. Easy. And it is an addiction, man. Right. Um, that's oh, man, it's an addiction, dude. Oh, and I, think, I think we... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I think we all about the same age when... You know, I'm from Philly. The internet took off around mid-'90s. You know, with these yep. little chat lines like Alamac and and BlackPlanet.com. But I remember reading about, you know, the World Wide Web. And nobody had computers at home, man. And uh, when I went away for school, I remember this, man. It was this dude named Pete. Pete R.A., and this cat would walk like he was in the speedwalking competition. And every Saturday I would see this dude, like, cut a beeline after brunch to the um, to one of the buildings. And so after watching this a couple of weeks, I was like, Pete, what, what do you do, man? He's like, oh, I go to computer lab. And I said, they got a computer lab open around here on Saturday? I went over there with some once, man. And you know that look when you get, like, Three, four dudes sitting in the back of computer lab, and they all got their little porn in their little hut, and they they got the little serious look on their face, and they cut their eyes every once in a while. It was like six or seven of these dudes, and it was just like straight addicts, no different than going to your local crack house. They yeah. were just addicted. They were just in their own world. And you talk about people who you know who use crack. I mean, they they started with weed. Dog, no, there is no. There is no joke. Um, and once you start, it's just like we. It's a gateway. You start exactly. with this, and you explore, and you oh, oh, I like this. I wonder if I thought about that. I wonder if they got this. Then you start, you got your favorite sites, and then all of a sudden, 12 o'clock turns into 3.30, turns into 6.30. You ain't caring about eating. You're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's a gateway. And then, and then, and then, and then you lying to yourself saying, "Yeah, then I ain't cheating. It's all good." Mm-hmm. You know, I like to do it. It's a dangerous thing about porn. You don't really control what it is. Oh, you'll control what you think you're controlling your little sites and your fetishes, but it's so many little sidebars that'll pop up, and all of a sudden, you know, a little little something flash on the side, and you're like, "Oh, wait a minute, I don't even see that." But after, like anything, once it flashes enough times, then your sensitivity level is deadened. And so now you're curious again. And you're curious, and you keep keep stepping closer to the envelope, and, and you just keep pushing it just a little bit further, and you start seeing stuff. It takes more and more to get you aroused. Then you went to, you know, fetishes and, and things you wouldn't even thought of, man. People, you want to see people in violence and and weapons and and vampire. I mean, it's just no, it's no end to that, man. It's no yeah. end. And it's a, and it's a gateway. But I want to move. Oh on. I want to move on. Um. And you know, ask. Do, do y'all think they are Christian swingers? No. Nope. Think they exist? Uh, no, not 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 real Christians. I don't think that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that if there are some people that claim Christian and and they say they're Christian, you know. Uh, but when, when it comes to doing uh, doing a, a, a daring activity like that, they they're not gonna they're not gonna be real real Christian. 
you know what? I, I, I think that Christians can fall into anything. Mm. Yeah, well, they can fall. We're not, we not talking about Christians that falling into something. We talking about Christians that, that is Christians that practicing something that like openly that. practicing. Like, yeah, we're Christians and uh, we we swing with Christian couples. Right. Thank you. Uh, uh, that yeah. happens. They only swing with Christian couples, believers, fellow believers. I think that 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 might be right. right. That statement <laughs> might be right if you right. say Bible study and then they then they go into to the, to the separate rooms. They pray first. I don't know. I don't know. Was, like I said, if you go if you say that to make that statement true, I believe that if people say, "Hey, I want to swing with Christian other people that say they're Christian swingers." That's right. That's that right. can't be much of a selection, though, man. Right, no, because that's you'd the You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Do research on that. What planet are we living on here? Goodness, I mean, what, 95% of the, uh, I think, of the population of the United States claims to be uh, Christian, and, you know, you look at the, you know, the things that a lot of us are involved with, I can't believe any of us would be surprised that, you know, uh, that, that Christians would swing or... Uh, you know, fall into homosexuality or, like you said, watch, you know, pornography or, you know, anything, any bad habit. I mean, quite frankly, I mean, I'd be surprised if, uh, you know, someone who uh, who wasn't swinging, if I asked them what their religion was and they said, oh, I'm an atheist. No, I guarantee you, majority of them, you know, have I really some don't, sort of religion. I really don't think that conversation would come up as much because if, if you was worried about religion or, or somebody finding out what your religion is, you wouldn't even be there. So yeah, I don't even think that comes up. You know, right now there's different quote unquote Christian denominations that have homosexuals in the pulpit and are okay with it. Yep. yep. Yeah, you that's, that's you, you right about that, man. That's, that's, that's a that's a different subject. Sin and and considering yourself a Christian. But 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 even even while we're living in sin. Doesn't God still look out for us? Oh, now, when you well, say look out, what do you mean? You you, you got when you, you say you live in, and well, of course we live in sin. But when you say practicing sin, that's not what he he, he ain't looking out for nobody if you choosing to practice something that's a sin. Hmm. Well, see, I I have a difficult uh, time being okay with a Christian, a a true Christian that can live a lifestyle. And and the Holy Spirit not rocking them. I don't understand but, but, what you but, mean. But, what do you mean? I just got to ask a question, though. Huh? I just want to ask one question because you said that. What is a true Christian? Somebody that has accepted Christ in their heart. Okay. Okay. Someone, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of folks raising holy hands that ain't Christians. Okay. Right. A whole bunch of people that don't even know what makes them a Christian. So we talking about somebody without sin? No, heck no. We talking about somebody that is, has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Gotcha. But that ain't all you got to do. You, you, you can't. You can't. I'm you can't say that now. that's what made me a Christian, but I'm gonna still practice homosexuality. You can't say that. Well, you know, if you start talking about swinging, stick to swinging. Let's say let's stick to swinging. You can't. 
doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But if you if you study the Bible, you know, and and here's the bottom line. You know, I can I can only tell you where you know where I am. You know, if I if I step out wrong and I'm doing wrong, man, the, the Holy Spirit works on you know works on me. What you talk about the Bible? Aren't there parts of the Bible that that people can go to try to justify swinging, like a loophole? I mean, the Old Testament is full of polygamous relationships. Then I think we 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 getting off the subject, fellas. Because because I mean because the if you if you're looking at all of these aspects and you're looking at it from a, a Christian point of view, uh, a person that is a Christian don't practice don't don't purposely practice sinning. Right, and, and and I'm not saying that all Christians are perfect, but a Christian that's practicing to be a Christian don't practice sinning. It it just don't make it. it, it no, that's not the same. You won't but, justify and try to find a reason to make it so. I mean, you can't you can't just say, okay, this is a Christian swinging club. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I want after the show is over, I want y'all to Google it and see what comes up. Christians. Christian swinging clubs, just like you said. I'm going to find your picture there, man. (laughs) I believe you will find anybody. I believe you will find, I mean, just like that dude, he was busted for using um, that Christian website, ChristianMingle.com, but he found found a lot of freaks on there. Now, you can call it what you want to call it. That's right. When when, when people come to the the show, I mean, a real Christian ain't going to be looking up on Google Christian swinging clubs, not unless you got another agenda that you want to fulfill, just like my man, that got found out in the pool pit in Atlanta. Uh, Eddie, Long? Long. Eddie, Long. Eddie Long. Eddie Long. He got found yeah. out because that's something he didn't he didn't really get cured a long time ago before he got big, and then he, and he came back and found him out. You know, Satan used it to come back to bring it back to him and found him out. Now, if oh. you got a if you got a like you said earlier, your conversation was what brings us to this point of swinging. Well, we we concluded that it was pornography. Now, if a Christian is looking at pornography, they're supposed to get trying to get healed from that. You don't escalate to another sin from another, from one sin to another. You kind of de-escalate and try to turn from that wicked way. You don't drive into it in full swing, no. Hmm. Leave that so what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, you can be a real Christian as you speak and still have a taste for pornography. You can be a real you can be a real Christian, and if something comes on TV like a pair of breasts come on TV, you gonna want to freeze because that's what sin is beautiful. To I mean that's a that's the object of sin is to be beautiful, it's to be gravitating. Okay, so if I'm changing the past HBO and I see a pair of, uh, one one of my favorite shows, I'm gonna expose myself, fellas. Because that's what it's about. That's what healing takes place, right? No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know, um, this show that used to come on TV, um, eight, no, it's not, the cinema. Real sex. No, no, not that one. This was, these are black people, beautiful black people. Zane, 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 Zane. At that Zane. show, man, I used to my my excuse for looking at that show was telling my wife it had a storyline. She's like, well, why ain't you changing the channel when when they stop telling the story? Why are you still looking at it? You know, valid point. But you know, I wanted to, to be truthful. I wanted to see the. the I mean, them some fine women on that on that show. I want to read this to you. I just I just Google what Rodney said. <laughs> this is a website, Swingtown.com. Meet at the Christian Swingers Adult Dating Site for Christian Swingers. See that? Just like that. Yeah, it means nothing. That doesn't mean that's a Christian who's 
who's running that. That's a, yeah, that's a person. That's Rudin, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I just wouldn't think that that would ever go together. I, that you would have a website. That, I mean, you got to be pretty freaking bald to put that up there. Dating and swinging are two different drinks. This is it's as Christian wow. swingers groups, swingers clubs, swingers parties, swingers stories, swingers forum, and swingers blog. Man, that's somebody that have a um. That's somebody who had a niche that said, let me go ahead and add this to it, and maybe I can get more people to visit my spot. Okay, that's I'm just, that I'm just That's a con person you're talking about. <laughs> but the devil is deceptive, you know? And meet at the at the Christian Tears of... <laughs> <laughs> he reading all the scriptures. <laughs> but I, I, and I, and I guarantee out. you, I guarantee you, if you go there, if you go there... You're going to see a lot of the people that are not even Christians that are there. Just like people on the, I mean, people that listen to this to this radio station. It's a lot of men that 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 are Christians or that are you know part of the world. They are called in and then they be making all this. I mean, you got you got imposters. You know, I mean, and and that website is a is a is a is a front. I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just, I'm just kind of shocked that, that, I mean, somebody would have the audacity to have a Christian swingers website because it's yeah. people looking for that. Uh, sure, that's a niche, man. That's a niche that somebody thought of and made to make Christians <laughs> believe that it was okay. cool to do that. <laughs> I'm still don't understand how pornography can lead to swinging. <laughs> it don't necessarily. Uh, you know, I like it too, man. Y'all remember that? Um, the game off of Price is Right, Plinko? Yes, yes, Okay. Yes. That, that's how mean how a porn is. It's like Plinko. You can drop the same shit ten different times in the same spot, and you just end up with different results at the end because that's what happens. You get it started, and before you know you done bounced over here, and now you can look at this, and now you can find you a niche of things you weren't even thinking about before. And what started off of, hey, I'm just blowing some time, now you didn't go into curiosity. I mean, that's that's how you have people that develop all kinds of other fetishes, man. Other kinds right. of things that end up destroying relationships. And sometimes with I'm, the plinko, with the plinko chip, it goes down to uh, zero. You know, so you just did the pornography at the top, and then you end up still in pornography. But then you have the guy that went to the swinger club. You have the guy that started boning horses. You know, it, it it starts at the top, like you said. With the, it can go in different directions, but that's where the start is. And you really can't find, man. I'm telling you, cannot find a fetish that somebody hasn't already really explored. And there's a whole lot of people out there. I don't care what you come up with. So any body part. So let me just ask this question. I want to see. So am I the only person in here? Who look at porn? No. No. no okay, I, I, another question. Am I the only person in here that looks at porn with his wife? Probably. Uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I, 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 when I was trying to look at that. Are you trying to start thing, a club or something, bro? Huh? So my man, my man with a question. You trying to start a club or something? Right, 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 right. Talk about it. I started what? I started a club. No, no. Watch porn with your wife club. The Christian porn watches. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I met my wife when we were single. When I met my wife, I told her I had a porn collection, and she said she had a porn collection too. And I said, well, why don't we just merge our porn collection? (laughs) (laughs) It's too touch and agree, Jen. Hey, take a stand. Mm. So it was what she was doing before she met me and what I was doing before before I met her. So the porn doesn't have to go away. But unlike unlike other cultures, and uh, Darren brought up, you know, other parts of the world, is monogamy a learned practice here in the U.S.? If you go any other cultures, as the brother said, he was in South Africa, the man had how many? Seven wives. You know, so here in the United States, is monogamy a learned practice? I'm going to state it differently. The only place where they practice monogamy is here in the United States. I'm going to state it differently, Rodney, because you're stating it all, you know, poetic justice. And I'll look to hell with that. Look, every other country, it ain't a big deal. Sex is look, And that's because it's how we look at sex. Sex is looked at differently in other countries. In America, sex, you're only supposed to have one sex with one woman for the rest of your life. And that's supposed to be, now you're living the American dream. Well, you know, when what you, part when of you, America you talking about, bro? Because that ain't been the case for like decades. America is ninety five percent Christian. Now, hold on, now, y'all, <laughs> y'all back up. Well, the Constitution was built off the Bible, so when you when you when you're looking at uh, a, a United States that is built off of a, a foundation of the Bible, then that's where you get the the monogamous relationships. Right. But, you know, when I was uh, in Bahrain, um, this guy, he had seven, six or seven wives, and he had them in a compound. And each in the compound, the, the rules are with, with these wives, you got to, each one of them has to have everything that the other one has. So if one has two kids, every last one of them have to have two kids. Uh, and if one got a house, then every last one of them got to have a house. If one got a Mercedes, Everybody got to have Mercedes. But it was this one house that was a different color. And I asked um, I asked the, the, the maid or the the, the, the watchman, they, they call them, I said, um, why is that house a different color than all the other six houses? And he said, well, that wife can't have kids, so she has to be in a different house. Now, I don't understand all the cultures, but it seems that they make up the stuff as they go along, and it's really not so solid as we in the United States believe that our relationships and our household should be. So that's why I believe that we have, we practice monogamy over here because I'm telling you, with one wife, I got enough trouble trying to keep just this one chick in line. You know, I can't imagine, Oh, yeah, I agree. You know, I can't imagine having two, two different, uh, three. Uh, two, three, or four wives be a nightmare for me. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and I want to. much drama. But see, that's the thing, man. In America, it's it's unlawful to have multiple wives. But we don't practice. I would say this: don't confuse practicing with law. It's unlawful to have three or four wives. But many of the people in this country don't practice monogamy. If they ever got married, they would be limited to one wife by law, by federal law. But as long as you got shows where some guy got seven, what was the dude, Shorty Lowe? That's when they canceled the show. They ain't never make it. But yeah. you got one dude, ten women, 
all pregnant by you, and this is going to be a reality show. I mean, this this is the reality of the world we live in. Jerry Springer is still on the air. You know, the last time Maury Povich did a show that didn't have paternity tests. <laughs> like, like probably when the internet first came out in the mid nineties. He hit a series of paternity test shows that took off. He's like, oh, forget the nest of the stuff. I ain't doing. We gonna do paternity twenty four seven because people like to see. Random free sex. That's just they just do, and there's consequences to it. But right. that's the that's the country we live in now, man. The moral structure it gets stretched a little bit every year. It just gets stretched a little bit. I remember when just years ago, um, it was actually the Super Bowl back around oh two oh one, where you know that's the time you try to you know showcase a wild commercial. And during that commercial, like two dudes was kissing. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And then it becomes a little bit more common, a little more common. And now you got every other show got two gay men. Yeah. Yeah, you I was know? thinking about that watching one show the other day. I was like, why they always got to show this? Because you got every group that has to have their their portion in there. I remember the real world. The first time it came on, like, it really was the real world. It was just a bunch of people. Now it's a bunch of, you know, got to have the gay uh, person, got to have the token black. If you mix the token lesbian who's, you know, androgynous, and we got to have the, the, the gay dude, the Candace, making up his mind. It's, it's, it's crazy, dude. There's no limit now. Yeah, but I want to bring this thing on home. I want to land this plane, fellas. Please do. You gonna land it like uh, Denzel and Flight? I haven't seen Flight. I, I'm gonna I'm land it a different way. I'm gonna land it a different way. I hope you're hanging on to your seats. Um, but so so so, what's okay and what's not okay in the marital bedroom? Depends on the depends on the couple. In my marriage, porn is okay. Anybody else? What is okay and not okay in the marriage? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead. No, I, I've said this. I believe that anything you and your wife touch and agree on that's only between you and your wife, not a third party, um, yeah, anything you touch and agree on and say, hey, let's do this, like my man said, him and his wife, they can watch porn. And, and a lot of times that can probably, you know, enhance the bedroom or, you know, the the, the, the um, intimacy between the two people. Uh, you know, but, but that's between the two people and what it does to them. Uh, but if, if if they say, well, we're not going to do this, or let's bring a toy in here, or let's, let's do that, whatever they agree on, then, you know, whatever they touch and agree on, I believe that that's, that's, that's real safe. You have one new voice message. One, save voice. Hello? Sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, if there's two, if two married men, uh, couples can agree to uh, watch porn together, why is it wrong for them uh, to agree to go uh, to swing as long as they're doing it together? Because you because you bringing other people into your wife, or you you going into another 
you breaking another, you know, you breaking covenant when you do that. We we're not talking about breaking covenant. We're talking about staying within the guidelines of marriage. Marriage is, you know, uh, an agreement, but I mean, uh, uh, a covenant between a man and a woman. So if it's a covenant, then you're talking about going in, you know, creating other covenants with other people when you're talking about sleeping outside the marriage. But we how's that different? How's, how's that different? I don't disagree with that. How's that different with with pornography? Those are real people. Real individuals that you're watching on that TV. How is that not bringing, uh, you know, other individuals into your uh, marriage? How are you not breaking a covenant by watching, you know, people on TV? Those are real life people. Yeah, but but you're not actually. T- I'm saying if that man say, hey, me and my wife agree to 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 watch other people get it in, and that and in, and in, in, you know that affect our self uh, sex life in a positive manner. Then, hey, that's probably what they need to do. That that take care of all the uh, the foreplay in his in in his bedroom before he get it in with his wife. I mean, right, right know let, let me ask you this then, bro. So, if is there a different line you cross from having the softcore, hardcore porn in your room versus me and my wife like to go to the strip club together? Okay. Oh, go ahead. Okay, now. I think the whole strip club thing, I think that's more leaning toward the line of swinging. You're getting close. You're getting close, huh? So you you, you step up in the saddle. You start to push off with the TV screen, and you want to see somebody, you know, live and in person. I can tell you right now, I cannot drive my wife past the strip club. Why not? I can't even drive by. It's it's like it ain't happening. Hmm. And, but but now you're talking about another type of relationship when somebody say, hey, me and my wife, we don't mind going to the strip club together. Matter of fact, I, well, I got a cousin. She said, you know, she don't mind going to the strip, strip club with her husband because wh- whatever he get excited about in there, they go home and, and, and they all in. But, and I don't see how that make any sense, but it that's, works for them. Now, well, that's what I understand. Like, okay, if you say, my man... Strip club, excited, you know, coming back to me anyway. Okay, but why not just leave him there until you come home? Because if you're in there, what are you watching the whole time? Right, but I'm just saying that works in their relationship. Now, to question why, when, where, and how, mm. what reasons, you know, that that doesn't that's no concern when they're happy in their marriage. If they say that makes them happy, then hey, I can't say anything because that's what they touched and agreed on. Mm. You know, so I don't know, bro. Is, even know though it's weird, that I mean that's that's, I don't know. that's more because I asked her the same question about the porn. Why don't you just watch porn? She said, "Who? Why, why would I watch porn with my my man?" I mean, she thought that was disgusting. So, <laughs> oh wait a minute, wait. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> So you got people thinking different ways is what I'm saying. You got different ty- type of people that's thinking different type of ways, you know. Uh, man, my man said watching porn with his wife, and, and he watched porn together, collected they put their stuff together, and then they got a real nice collection. Yes, sir. But <laughs> but but that's enjoyment between them two, and it's not breaking covenant because they're not touching the individuals that's on the screen that they see. So it's not breaking covenant? Oh wow! You know, so, so what? What if they were watching um, underage porn? Oh, oh now you just breaking the law. Oh, yeah, shit. I mean, so we can't break the law around. Yeah, that's different. That's... Okay, so what if they were smoking crack? <laughs> 
together. Hey, 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 that's cool. That's whatever. That's regular. So, 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 so. What I'm saying is, so you're saying, no matter what it is that the husband and wife do, whether it's legal, ethical, unethical, it's cool because it's within the confounds of the bedroom. It's, it's between the husband and the wife, and and it's in that covenant. Whatever that covenant say to do. I mean, now we're talking about. The institution of marriage. Now, I'm not saying that they shouldn't follow the person who created the institution of marriage, because none of us, not, a lot of people, don't do that. But you but, said practicing earlier. Somebody said sinning, and then someone said practicing sin. Right now, if you're practicing sin in your relationship, you know that's so a different. Pornography story. is not sin. Yes, it is. Ah. But pornography is sin. Oh yeah. Okay, but it's but it's sin, but it's legal if, it, but but it's okay within um, uh, confines of a marriage. That's not breaking the covenant because you're doing it together. Yes, yeah, that's you, you you now pornography is a sin. I, the sin of people. It's not breaking the covenant, right? I but don't understand what your question is. Well, I mean, right. no, no, no. I asked was pornography sin. Somebody said yes. Yes. But if the husband and wife are sinning together, it's not breaking the covenant. Two sins make a positive. Two negative make a positive. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just hearing something different here. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking Adam, Adam and Eve about that. This you is, know, it's you know, man, you actually no, bring up wait, a good wait. point. This is this is what I'm. This is what I'm. I'm just confused. From. Go ahead. No, you, you, okay, this this break the confusion. If you are in a Christian marriage. Yeah. No, you should not be watching pornography because you know pornography is a sin. But if you are in a marriage, and now this is different than a Christian marriage. These are this is this is a person that they they write their own book every day. This is a worldly marriage or whatever. Then they can do whatever they want to do, and long as they touch and agree, it works the same in a Christian household. Long as we 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 touch and agree on on whatever that's legal that we consider that the Bible considers legal between us and our relationship, then that's going to work in our household. But if somebody else gets married that, that that's not that close and attached to the Bible, then, you know, pornography to them is not sin. You know, watching pornography to them is not sin. Now, going outside of the marriage in that relationship may be a sin between those two people. Okay, not, okay. Not so, cross so, that line. so you got a marriage, so you have a marriage that's ordained by God, whether you're saved or not. Right or wrong? You got. Let me just help me out. You got a marriage that's ordained by God, whether you're saved or not. The institution of marriage is ordained by God. Okay, so then the rules are still the same, whether you're saved or not, whether you sin or you don't sin. So you're telling me that if me and my wife decide that we are going to take part in this pornography, which is highly addictive. I don't. Wait, but, let's let's go back. Let's back up to what your first question was. You said okay. you said that sin. I mean, marriage is ordained by God. That's not necessarily true. Okay. Well, right. Because because I'm I'm gonna tell you this. If I if you got two people that are not Christian and they say we want to enter this relationship and I want her to be my wife, you can copycat whatever. You know, you can say I'm going to call it marriage just so I can benefit from the uh, from the medical and the dental. You know, yeah, we're legally married according to the court. You know, uh, two men can now do the same thing and 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 go into and go into a matrimony 
or or go into a marriage, that's not ordained by God. So, you know, what you said is, you know, <laughs> that's that's not necessarily true. Okay, well, let's to, talk about let's talk about the part that is true. Okay, which which part is that? The, the okay, Christian. So let's just go back to the two Christian men and women. Christian men and women. Okay, a man and a woman. Yeah. They're Christian and they're getting married. Okay, and they are married. Okay, and on the weekends they watch pornography every weekend. But it's okay because why? Because you 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 were saying that it was okay because it's agreed upon between the husband and the wife. We wasn't talking about Christians at that time. We were just talking about marriages and covenants. We wasn't talking about Christian marriages and Christian covenants. The brother's a Christian that made the statement. Okay, but he just practiced and saying at this time. It's so, I mean, it's so, I mean, he's going to be I'm, delivered I'm, from it. I'm, I'm just asking. Mean, I'm just asking because for for somebody to say sin is okay sometimes and sin is not okay other times just confuses me. No, that, I didn't. Awful. I didn't say that. No, no, That's I'm not saying you said that. I'm just saying. It, it is confusing when when, when it, it's okay when, when it's between the husband and wife, but it's still sin. So I, now, if the brother is a Christian and it, and he knows it's wrong, then he will be delivered from that if he continues. He's to, not, but he doesn't think it's wrong because him and his wife both agree, and it's both within the marriage. You know, it's both within the marriage. So he he didn't say it was wrong. But okay, and if he don't think it's wrong right now, it's gonna be revealed to him that it is. I mean, like like you said, you know, if we are are doing a sin, and just like this lady came to my house and she was like, "Look, oral sex is wrong," and this and that, and I was like, "You better get out of here with that," because me and my wife enjoy ourselves. Okay, now if it's wrong, it's gonna be revealed to me whether it's wrong or not. But right now, it just happened. Just like my man, he watched porn. Hey, it haven't been revealed to him so, to what's right or wrong, and if it enhances his, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying one way or another because I'm not God, but whatever God, like, um, a, a lot of people like to say drinking is wrong, and but with God, He tells people when He told people in the Bible, you need to not take strong drink because I got something to share with you. I got something for you to do. Then that rule goes for that person who he's talking to. Sure. But a lot of people try to throw it all in the one basket and say that that goes for everybody. No. If it goes for you, it goes for you. If he's talking to you, he's talking to you. you he made you write that book, Married Men Don't Talk. You know, that was for you. You know what I mean? That's, that's not for everybody to write a book. That was for Tony Hawk to write that book. I understand that. But I think that the word is not just – and I understand that we all – and I don't want to go back and forth about that, but I'm just saying is that I can't take the word for me and then it means something else for someone else. You see what I'm saying? So if it means to me to always at least try to be holy, I don't think that for someone else it means to not be holy, if I'm making any sense. It makes perfect sense, man. I can't find the scripture, but somewhere I think the New Testament talks about there's two kinds of wisdom. And that there is a way that uh, a wisdom that man sees that to him seems righteous. To him it seems to be the right way. Because you can create your own sense of intellectual understanding on things based on your experiences. And what you end up having, just like the Tower of Babel, if you all familiar with that story, is when everybody's working on one accord is one thing, but when everybody's coming to separate conclusions, 
You know, you come up with your own way of how you perceive it should work. You know, that's why we got all these different uh, denominations in the churches now saying, oh, well, you know, you need the Holy Spirit. Now you don't. You can just do it on your own. Well, you don't really need God. Well, you can just kind of, as long as you believe in Jesus, you ain't to get baptized. Well, you need to get baptized. Everybody's on a different thing. You know, there is right. a certain there is a certain level of consistent truth to the Bible. If you believe, if you believe this book to be true, it's not a customized type of belief. You made a valid point. You said the word says that if it's true, if it's a sin to you, because that scripture goes in. If if it's a sin for you to eat meat, if you think that that's a sin for you to eat it, then don't eat it. If you think that it is it, just going to offend somebody, then don't do it. Now, it goes the same as in the marriage. If you think that it's a, if it comes to you that it is a sin for you to do that in your marriage, then don't do it. Now, mm-hmm. and if you if you're doing it and you know it's a sin, it's been revealed to you that it's a sin, you know, from God or from whoever. Then and you re- meet that revelation. Then now you if you do it, then now you sin it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because you know, I. I I don't know. To each his own. I mean, it is what it is. You know, and if you probably look up pornography in the Bible, you probably can't find anything anywhere that says it's a sin. You can say you can find fornication, though, because the people you're looking at are not married. But Yeah, yeah well, I want to land this plane. Good talk, fellas. Um, I want to get back to swinging as we land this plane here. But how do the physical pleasures that... Um, a couple feels while swinging compared to the physical pleasures felt in a couple if they were in an undefiled marital bed. What are the difference in the physical pleasures felt while swinging compared to the undefiled marital bed? Well, one, I'd say one is more of just, uh, it's a quick fix. Whereas, you know, I think the physical pleasures between, you know, intimate, monogamous uh, relationship, you know, that's something that, you know, lasts uh, a lifetime. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things where uh, I'm sure we've all seen that the, the tapes, uh, the, uh, the tape against the, um, the, the tape against the, the paper trick, where if you take a piece of tape, you rip it off a, a sheet of paper, you know, it takes a little bit of that tape that's still on there, you try to stick it back to the uh, the paper, you know, you, it'll probably stick. You take a little bit off. You try to stick it again, and it just falls off. Well, I mean, essentially, you know, it works the same way. I think with the the number of uh, people that you are, you know, you're you're intimate with. That you know, with each person, you know, you carry that spirit with you. You know, even long after, you know, this very day, you know, I don't take part in uh, in swinging, and you know, I don't, you know, I'm in a monogamous relationship, but because of you know things I did in the past sexual relationship I had in the past, I'm not even, you know, I'm not having orgies now, but I still hold on to that. I'm, I still find myself pondering about things I did in the past. So I can only imagine people who are swinging on a day-to-day, I mean, they can't have, they can't possibly have any type of intimacy. So, I mean, I think that's part of the reason why they can they continue to swing, because they, they keep needing those quick fixes, whereas, you know, when you're in a monogamous relationship, and, uh, you know, God, God bless you if you've, uh, You've only had one partner, and I can only imagine what the sensation is there. So, good words. When you swing, you're only attracted to the surfaces. That's the only attraction you can build. Surfaces of what your senses see. 
you can't fall in love. There's no intimate connection or anything deeper because you're not staying long enough to plant anything in the other person to nurture it, to grow it. Oh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, brother. Are, are there some, you know, sexual tricks that a swinging couple can learn while swinging that they can bring back to the marital bed for enjoyment? Sure you can. But here's the thing. Like he just said with the tape, you may go in for just some sexual tricks, but you're going to bring some other stuff out of there, too. You're going to pull more off on your tape than just, I was just going in for some research. No. <laughs> now, what happens if you're swinging and, and somebody gets pregnant? Well, that's what happens when you go outside of the, you go outside of your protected covenant. Okay, now, 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 now how, can, how can she be upset if all y'all are in this together? How do you handle that? Because you wasn't planning for that. Well, I mean, you, you do. It's just like when you, um, you know, you didn't plan on having, you know, you just going to flirt with a little bit and flirting mm-hmm. to, hey, let's go to Subway, to now you listening to each other's talk and, you know, I wish my wife would listen to me like this and story, story, story. And now you and Joan at the office and now she's talking about I'm late. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens when you move outside of the covenant, man. You know, it's what happens. Yeah, people so now you got to deal with consequences. It. They, they, I mean, sure. there's consequences to every everything you do. You know, it's either going to be a blessing or a consequence. And if you if you're doing something that 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 you shouldn't be doing, then when that consequence come up, we're going to see if you still had the same smile on your face at the end of the day. Right. You know, you should know. you should yeah. have the same smile because you agreed and, and say, hey, let's do this. Thing that we want to get wild and freaky on, but when it when the baby come in the bun, I mean the bun in the oven, it's like, uh, you know, what you gonna do now? We are in control of our actions, but not the consequences of them. That's right. Yeah. And can the can the swinger lifestyle be a hard lifestyle to be free from? I oh, mean, sure. How can a married couple be redeemed and set free from the swinging lifestyle? Same way a married couple could be redeemed from smoking, <laughs> meth, knocking out meth sticks together, man. It's only God. That's it. Sentence, mm. man. Because counseling will not work on a certain level for some people. But, when, again, you're talking about something. This is beyond sex. When you start involving the physical senses into something, you have a mental lock. Mental. And in order for your mind to be renewed, your attitude is going to have to change to what you're saying. That's right. And, and so then you you just, you can't, and the worst thing you can do, man, is the enemy wants you to fool yourself into thinking you need willpower, and, you know, if you just build up enough self-resistance, that's not going to last. <laughs> that's not going to last. It never will. How many people talk about they ain't going to look at porn no more? You know, oh, man, I'm not going to go with it no more, man. I'm just, you know. Why you still got your favorite website saved on your favorites? Oh, uh, you know, I just, you know, man, I just, you know, I just, you never have a good answer. It's like the people who smoke talking about they quit, but they got the emergency pack sitting inside the uh, glove compartment. What's that for? I mean, I just keep it there. I don't use it. I don't, I don't, man, I'm, I'm finished with it. It's like the fifth emergency pack. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I want to talk about the church as I land this plane. Um, is the church and or Christians in general too judgmental when it comes to talking about swinging 
doing more condemning mm. than helping. Because, I mean, y'all were going hard the first hour. Oh, this is saying, oh, you know, how can a guy do that, you know? But when it comes to, you know, true Christians, real Christians, whatever you want to call it, in the church, the body of Christ, are, are, is the, are we too judgmental in general when it comes to talking about this thing swinging? I don't know about your church, man, but that's, I don't, I just don't see that as a demographic. It's just not, it's just not but the it but I'm it not is. saying it's not a demographic. I'm just saying it's not as popular. If you said, okay, we're against homosexuality, well, there's probably a good chance that you got a handful of, you know, pick your average 500-member church. You're going to have a handful number of people that's either in the closet or out the closet. So you saying there ain't no swingers in that 500? I'm not saying there's no swingers. What I'm saying is that population of it is just not that public. First, you got to be married. Swinging is different from just going around sexing up everybody. You right. got that a lot in church. Yep. You got that. But to be swinging, first you have to be married. So that eliminates <laughs> how many people. Right. Then from there, you go to not just cheating. Not just, I had an affair, but me and the other partner are both openly searching other people. See, that eliminates it way down, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what I'm asking, brother, and, and good work, what I'm asking is that how could the church be better positioned to be like a safe house to deal with swingers and people who are trying to retire from swinging? Just like you said, they're trying to quit. It's like somebody's trying to quit smoking. you got people that's trying to quit swinging. How can the church be better positioned to be like a safe house to deal with this stuff? Well, first of all, in the church, you know, it, we are to we are to judge the, uh, as far as Corinthians, First Corinthians five and ten says we can judge the people that are in the church because if they're if they are on the front pew and they call themselves a, a pastor, but they he's sleeping with sister so and so and he's swinging at night, you know, we have to you know put that on front street and say, look, you can't do this, and you need to sit yourself down because if other people see that that's okay and permissive in the church, then they're going to feel like it's okay to have that behavior in the church. Now, the people that we can't be judgmental, uh, as the words say, is the people that's outside the church. Now, the people that's outside the church and don't believe in God and don't believe in church and everything else like that, then we we can't judge them. we got to leave that up to God to, to deal with them. Now, when they come in, we have to... We we have to stick to the guidelines and the rules of turning away from your sins. We we we're not we're not going to pacify anybody. We're just going to tell them it's wrong. You know that's what our job is. Once they enter the church, you are wrong, and you have to stop doing it. Now, if people want to turn away from it, turn turn away from the church at that time. That means they're not ready to make a change in their life. And if they're not ready to make a change, then now you go outside the church. I can't judge you. And let God deal with you. But if you're on the inside of this church, not to leaven the whole loaf, we have to intercept that and say you are wrong. You can't do this. But that depends what church you at, though, man. Yeah, that's true. I know it's a church down in Georgia right now where – I'm from Georgia, bro. What, what church are you talking about? I, I can find it on YouTube. What about your church? <laughs> I, it was one of my YouTube searches, man, where it's this dude – now, he's gay – He's the pastor of the church, and he has a first gentleman. 
Not a first lady. He got a first gentleman. You know, now you know, now when you said that and you saw that, you know that wasn't of God. But if you're in the mix and you don't actually, and this is my point, if you don't actually know that word and learn it, not memorize scriptures, people get hooked on memorizing scriptures and playing cut and paste and mixing stuff together. But if you don't actually intimate with that word and have God show itself through various connections of the word, you won't know. You won't know. It's the same people who on another side of the planet, they believe that, well, the Bible talks about everybody should be unequally yoked and, you know, everything should be with its own kind, and that's why we have our white people to stay together. And you got people that believe something else. They take sections of the Bible and from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, man, that's wrong. You can't handle first gentlemen, dude. But if you're in it, you somebody brought up Eddie Long. Uh, when I saw that whole thing with Eddie Long, first it said he was going to defend himself, not going down like this, settle out of court. Now, somebody told me he wants to work that, you know, he probably settle out of court because it's cheaper to do that than be fighting all year long with depositions and stuff. I don't know. If something like that came against my character and I know I didn't do it, I'm going to have to believe that God is not going to let me just sit there and just get walloped to death. Like, he's going to have to – I'm going to call on that word and so He's going to vindicate me. He's going to have to be my counselor. But I'm fellas, not settling out of court. But, fellas, what would the response be? Now let, let's, let's be real. Let, let's be real here. What would the response be if someone got up in front of the church to give their testimony about how they used to swing? Would it be, because it's would, something you don't hear very often. So it wouldn't be the same about the former drug addict, the former alcoholic, the form, the person that was, you know, in jail. The response would be different, wouldn't it? Yeah, they, you know, if you if you're saying that they came and they saying I'm giving a testimony of how I used to be and what got me what God brought me away from. Yes. Then yeah, you know, you you have people that's in there that's going to be like, oh, you used to do this, or oh, you used to smoke crack, or oh, you used to uh, uh, be a lesbian or a gay dude. Oh, you know, you got people that are, you know, that are that are still babes in Christ that are still look sideways at you. But but the healing that took place in your life, you should be giving that testimony because you're trying to be a witness to somebody else that may be walking the same path. Now, you're going to have judgmental folks, you no doubt about it, because everybody is not, you know, eating meat. You know, they're not, they're not mature Christians, I would, I would call them. Um, but the, the, the babes in Christ, yeah, they're going to be throwing stones and, you know, all excited about, oh, did you hear what she said? And Did you hear what he said? You know, but the reaction should be, as I said with Eddie Long, that man undid so much. Now, I'm not I, – I didn't go to his church. I don't agree with him one way or another. You know, I mean, agree with his lifestyle or what he did, but at the same time, we got to look at him just like we looked at King Nebuchadnezzar. You know, um, yeah, he was the king, but God made him eat grass on his hands and knees for two and three years in the pastures, but he was still the man. So, I mean, we can't condemn th- these people. That's God's job. The only thing we need to do is, I heard somebody say last week, you know, take the meat and leave the bone, and people yeah, but- don't know how to do that. Yeah, but let me rewind. Let me rewind the tape. Because earlier, I heard a lot of condemnation. 
about swingers. You know, Christians. You know, specifically Christian swingers. The oxymoron about Christian swingers? Because I don't believe they're Christian, real Christian swingers. I don't even believe the person that made their website is a Christian. I think he had he found a niche and he tried to use it and say, let me see how much participation that I can get. But I think I think that that's that's inaccurate. It's I think that <clears throat> I, I think it's it's Christian swingers. I, I don't know why y'all are having so much trouble believing that. Because if I got, it, 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 it's like if you say, well, I am a Christian murderer, then you're not, <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, you're saying that I am a sinning Christian. But and are they Christian drinkers? Are they Christian weed smokers? Are they Christian? Uh, uh, I mean, whatever. You could just run the list out. But they were Christian drinkers in Jesus' time. They were called Christians. When you say drinkers, you're not talking about drunkards. If you're talking drunkards. about drunkards, I'm talking yeah. about Christian drunkards. Yeah, well, no. See, now, you, now you, that that doesn't go together. It's mutually exclusive. The two cannot exist because if you talk about I'm Christian, then you say I'm drunkard. Well, drunkenness is one of the seven deadly sins, I believe. That's what I said. It's an oxymoron. Please, fellas, get my book because I'm. It, it, it covers all of this stuff about how people think that they that that it's okay to be labeled. Because when you say Christian, that 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 um shows a direction of your life and the way it should be going in. If you attach a sin to it, then you can't call your. You, you can either be hot or you can either be cold. You can't be both. You can't say I am a Christian uh, uh, fornicator or I am a Christian. That means I am a practicing sinner who calls himself a Christian. You can't do yeah. that. It's and it's a very thing. generic word, man. It's like people say, so I believe in God. I have faith. And if you let it go at the surface, well, what does that mean? Right. Really nothing at all. It really doesn't because there's a lot of people having faith. I can have faith in a box of Tide. That's not going to help me. <laughs> you know, but people say, oh, I have faith. You know, I believe in God. Well, there's a lot of guys. You know, if you read your Bible, Satan said, hey, eat this fruit. You'll become just like God, knowing just, good from just, evil. But just like just like Paul said, you know, Paul was, a, when, he was when his name was Saul, he was killing Christians. That was his job. I'm killing Christians. Right. Now, he was good at it. When, and good at it. So now when his name become Paul, he wasn't still killing Christians, right? He he had to turn from that and start walking and doing God's work. Now now he's called a Christian. He's not killing anybody anymore. So he's turned from a wicked way or from a way that he was going, and he had to go completely in the opposite direction. Right. Well, let, me, let me give you all a true or false, fellas. True or false, the church does a good job teaching about the topics related to sex. True or false? False. Horrible. False. Why is the, it? Depending on what church you go to, I think, it actually, no. If I've been to Catholic masses, which that's a different story altogether, but it gets into being more entertainment. Yep. And let me appease you. So whether if you believe in a lot of pomp and circumstance with incense and standing, sitting with chants, then you've been appeased. You feel like you've been satisfied with your 
physical appeasement of what you think church is. If it's the shouting preacher that got to touch everybody's shoulder and tell everybody, look at your neighbor, and you, that's, that's you for two hours, you know. Okay. Well, now you didn't dance. You didn't got your sweat on. You know, you heard the music. But now you feel appeased. You ain't got no deeper in revelation about God. You've just gotten your weekly fix. And a lot of churches are run like businesses, but there's no God element. God is not present in every church. Just not. Yeah. And you talk and you talk about appeasement. And I want to play this final clip of the night for my last question. This is only ten seconds, fellas. Researchers point out that younger couples are marrying later in life and come to the marriage with habits acquired over years of dating. Among them, sleeping with other partners after the initial attraction wears thin. So what would you say to a young married couple that's feeling tempted to experiment with swinging? What advice would you give them? I would let them know about... You know, stand, look at the aftershock or the after effect, and they need to concentrate more on the, the the result from doing it than to concentrate on the act of doing it. Because a lot of people don't think about what's going to happen, what's going to, how am I going to feel after this is over with? They just get excited about the actual sin. It's the same, the same as Eve did. She was like, "Oh, I'm all about that. Just thinking about it, thinking about that tree, thinking about it. It's entered, it enters in by a thought." But they don't think about after, you know, what's going to happen after I've made this turn to have another man enter me and look at my husband, look at me doing this other man. What is that going to feel like? You know, or look at my wife getting bent over by another dude or two dudes, you know. Oh, she, man. You know, asking for more, you know, because now, <laughs> you know, now I'm I'm like in the wind. Like, man, I'm really not doing my job because she's taking it from the front and the back. But, see, people ain't looking at that. They just looking at the excitement of let's go into this thing and just look around and see what's going on. Yeah. You know, yeah. or do, would you? then they start talking about it. Would you be mad if somebody do this? And then they get used to the idea of doing something that's crazy like that. And then when they enter it, the next day they wake up. It's like, man, I feel so bad. Yeah. Are you pregnant? Wow, who? I couldn't get you pregnant for the last two years, and now all of a sudden you pregnant? <laughs> Which guy was it? You know. Man, you know? Oh man, <laughs> man, Dingo. But you talked about Paul, and you know Paul gave some good advice to the Romans on this topic. You know, in Romans thirteen and fourteen, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. And then you move over to First John, you know, and it says, for, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And finally, going over to James 4 and 4, whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And I mean, that, that's, that, that's pretty clear stuff there, um, you know, regarding swinging, but... Additionally, you know, the Bible is a good source, a great source, a wonderful source. But where else can people find the answers to all of these complicated matters? You know, if it's pornography, if it's swinging, you know, just related to this thing called marriage. Where else can people find the answers? Householdstress.com. Boom! 
There you go. There you go. Because where else are you going to get a three-hour conversation on swinging? Swingers.com? No, they're going to give you the hookup (laughs) times, you know. They're going to give you the hookup times and who you're going to hit and, you know, how it's going to be. You're not going to get this anywhere else but household stress. I'm glad the brother said that. And this is my final question, fellas. Do y'all think that what we've done here tonight can actually save somebody's marriage? That's the final question. The way we've weaved ourselves, the way we've driven down this road this evening, do y'all think that what we've done here tonight can actually save somebody's marriage? That's the I final believe, question. I believe, uh, this Darren, I believe that every time a group of brothers get on this phone and get on this call, and we sharpening each other. And as the words say, we iron sharpens iron. And I believe every time, like in an open mic, somebody always say, you know, this has helped me. I haven't ate today. This is my food for the day, and it's fulfilled me. You know, even though I don't say it, I get fulfilled as well because now uh, these are kind of conversations that I usually don't have with people. But I know people would learn from this because if I hear it, I don't I just don't partake in the conversation but I hear these conversations all the time but I don't know how to interact with them and now I can get used to uh, listening at conversations and, and, and inter- interacting with people without me judging anybody or they judging me and I can help somebody when I take and I, and I can see a familiar situation and say hey the brother on the phone said the same thing and you know this happened to me last week that's why I'm saying it and and I was able to take something that I heard from the show and and tell the dude, you know, and it, and it helped him, you know. Uh, I believe it did because he said it was gonna uh, it was gonna add to him, you know. He said he was gonna do it. So the next thing I know, him and his wife is back together, and that was just off of one thing that I heard last week. So you know, wow. it, it was wow, wow, <laughs> that's heavy. Because you know? we was talking about parent, we was talking about the mother um, choosing your wife. Uh, yes. Think he, yes. So yes. you know he he was living with his mother and his wife, and well his mother was living with them, and she was creating a lot of problems, and um and, and you know it that's another conversation. But that's how and I said well get rid of your mama man. You t- tell your mama she got to go. Yeah. You know, get and, your family uh, back. Get your family back. And one of the brothers was in that situation where his mama was important. I don't know which one of you guys it was, but uh. But he was a he he was with his mom all the time, and then all of a sudden, his his mom he had a conversation with his mom, and then him and his wife was was happily, you know, uh, going forward with their marriage, you know. And I said, you know, get rid of your wife. I mean, get rid of your mom, man, and tell her to kick rocks, man, and go. If you got money, go ahead and give put her in a high rise or apartment, you know. No matter how she feels, you know, you got to get right back with your wife. So, man, he did that the next day, and it, he was blessed, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. That's what's up. Anybody else got anything to add on that question before we get to the conclusion? Flip it over to open mic. Do you think that what we've done here tonight can actually save somebody's marriage? I think that what if this was done on a regular basis at your church, mm-hmm. at your environment, oh, yeah, it would, almost certainly. Because what it's going to do is going to create, uh, are we really having this kind of conversation type of feeling at first? And then it's going to open up the conversation ways beyond church talk, you know. 
church conversation, church testimonies. You know, the stuff that's just basically window dressing so that people, you know, get satisfied and leave you alone. Not really getting to the heart of what it is that you experiencing. You know, that's why I always like to hear the testimonies of people that don't know, they ain't learned how to be church people yet. So they don't they don't have any kind of boundaries. They they talk about testimonies. Man, I used to knock down all the married people. Man, Jesus just saved me from sexing up. Man, I used to I used to bang all the chicks. Man, that was my special. But now I'm say, see, they ain't learned how to speak with all that church talk yet. So stuff like this, yeah, having these kind of conversations are powerful. Yeah, and I'll agree and disagree with you because yes, this conversation should be had in the church. But at the same time, it can't. Because it, 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 I mean, it can, but it can't. Because you won't get the vulnerabilities. You won't get the, the testimonies because you're in the confines of a, of a church building or something. I mean, it's, you know, this is, and I'm not knocking the church. I'm just saying that this is why we on here because we're kind of... <laughs> Filling a void, you know, as y'all been talking about all night, that needs to be filled. That's I think it depends on your church, right? I mean, you're right. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking all church. I'm not. I don't mean to generalize. But I agree with you. That, Most, oh yes. Like this you know, is not going to be part of the 11 a.m. service. No, <laughs> no swinging definitely no, not. No. Definitely not. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, did I hit that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Good words, fellas. Good words. Well, I'm going to drop the conclusion, then we'll flip it on over to open mic. Don't go nowhere. The conclusion, your favorite part. Galatians 6 and 7 states, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever man sows, that he will also reap. All sin has consequences. A lifestyle of swinging can result in affairs, broken trust, divorce, pregnancy, STDs, but ultimately God's wrath of correction. Hebrews 13 and 4 says that marriage should, marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure, for God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. But scripture never says what a husband and wife are not allowed to do sexually. Whatever is done in the in the bedroom should be mutually agreed upon. No one should be encouraged or coerced to do something that they're uncomfortable with or that they think is wrong. So if a husband and a wife both agree that they want to try something, the Bible doesn't give any reason why they can't. But one of the few things that's never permissible for a married couple is swinging. And swinging is still a sin, even if your wife allows, approves, or even participates in it. According to the Bible, swinging is blatant adultery. But marital sex between one man and one woman is the absolute best sex because it's sex without guilt and shame because it's sex without sin. That concludes our show for the evening, fellas. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Show brought to you by Household Stress. We hope that you enjoyed the show tonight. You can join us again next week. Next Tuesday, 9 to 11 Eastern, and next week's topic will be... Cheating without cheating? Mm. For more information, please feel free to visit our website, 
householdstress.com and also download our free Household Stress app from the Google Play Store on your Android smartphones. You are now free to move about the country. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.